Blog Talk Radio. Okay, even even when the guy that called and he said, I'm worried about what a woman's going to say, when the last time you heard a general that's leading his troops into the battle say, I'm concerned about what my privates and my sergeants are going to say? He ain't get, he don't give a fuck what they, what they feel and what they got to say. He don't care what their opinion is. We have a task. I'm leading you men. This is what we're going to do. I don't want to hear no lip. I don't want to hear no whining, no complaining. You've been given your marching orders. Now go into battle. He don't be asking them, so what do you guys think? You know, do you think it's too hot outside to be, you know, getting shot at right now? So, you know, you're to wait until the sun go down a little bit? He don't be asking that question. It's time to go get it. That's what leaders do. You lead. You don't care how comfortable someone is. When it's time to lead, if you lead them the right way, they're going to be okay. If you lead them the right way, no matter what. Even if they um, try to buck or, or, or they try to resist, once they accept that leadership, they're going to see that you're leading them the right way. You got to see. No, you got it. No. Um, it doesn't, John, it doesn't matter what a girl says. See, this is where, okay, see, most of y'all have this this problem, and it's it's a beautiful thing when you learn yourself because you become what is called an expert on you. And as an expert on myself, I only look to myself to give myself the answers that fit me. And that's why we call it a mindset because what you're saying here, John, is you're saying that a girl you was dating said, I don't want to be the side chick. What does that mean? Well, what it means is John is that you are the problem here. And I will explain why. Because as a man, you must let a woman know what her position is all the time. And if she does not hold the position that you give her, you let her go. If she tries to move up from that position that you've given her, you let her go. See, most of y'all guys think that this game is all about having a lot of women. It's about really getting rid of these motherfuckers if you think about it because there's too many women out there to sit around and have to justify what you're doing as a man. So when your woman says that she doesn't want to be, then it, it's, it's simple. The problem is, is you're the problem, John, and I'm saying this with love. The problem with you, like a lot of men, you're not standing on any kind of a principle that, uh, that will, what happens when a woman starts to question your authority? And this is a, a, an authoritative question. She's questioning who you are as a man right here. And the fact that you don't understand what it means is showing me why, and like a lot of you guys, why women run over you guys. Because you have somebody walking in your castle telling you to take down your drapes, move your furniture, because she doesn't like it her way. She wants everything her way. This is not about the woman. It will always be about the man. So the fact that you would date a woman without letting her know why you're dating her, without letting her know what it is that you're about to date you, shows me that you need more work because this woman is out of order right now because you're an out-of-order male. Uh, Zach, what you got on that? You're not going to tell me what you're not going to be or what you're going to be to me. No, I, I will assign 
You know what I'm saying? Um, the task. You know what I'm saying? And now you can decide you know you don't want to participate and then you can step. Yeah, let me just tell this story. I was dealing with this this uh one female and it was a, a sexual relationship, it was a fuck buddy thing. I never took this woman out to eat, never spent no money on her, never did anything like that. Right. One day she calls me and she's asking me what I'm doing. She wants to see me. And I tell her, well, I'm about to go out with my boys right now. We're about to go kick it, get a little something to drink and just hang. So she says this, how come you don't take me out? And I said, that's not what we do. And then she proceeds to be like, well, that's fucked up. I've been dealing with you for a few months now. And, you know, you don't take me out and, and kick it with me like you do with your boys. And I said, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, gentlemen. Yeah, you know the thing that, okay, go ahead, Zach, go ahead, go ahead, Zach. No, I'm going to say that, and I reiterated to her. I said, look, and, and, I had, and I told her just like this. I said, look, this is what we do. When I get horny, I got to forget the kid in the back. When I get horny, I call you. When you get horny, you call me. I said, that's the of what we do. We fuck. We don't date. You got it. Well, let me, let me uh, correct those that need to be corrected because this is why most of you lose with women. This is why we're having shows like we're having right now, gentlemen, because the statement that you read right here is such a weak fucking bitch ass statement. And I'm saying this with love, Chris. This is why this is why you weak as fuck. Because men don't talk this way. Especially men who know their name. You don't even know your fucking name. You don't even know who you are. You don't even have a fucking standard. You don't have any laws, rules, codes, principles, or mission statements, Chris, because if you did, you wouldn't say this silly-ass shit out there. The reason why a lot of women are masculine because, Chris, motherfuckers like you are feminine. They have to be forced to be something that they're not because of bitch-ass statements like this. See, this is why you don't mess with them, Chris, because you can't get women. And that's why you're out here bitching like a woman, and you really know you want some pussy. And this is, and I'm saying this because we're going to keep this shit real. This is the problem right here, gentlemen. This is the problem right here. Always tell someone who doesn't know his name and what he represents when he starts talking like his fucking mother versus talking like a man. You see, gentlemen, women can be whatever the fuck they want to be. They can be whatever they want because they have not, and I think E, you says the same thing, they haven't been trained by me. How in, how, who am I to try to tell you guys that women are bad out there because women are not bad to me? I've never had problems and issues. I just solu- I'm solution based. And every woman that you meet when you know yourself as a man, you know she's coming out of the box not trained to your specifications. But see, this is where the name comes in at, gentlemen. Those are listening. Y'all want to call in the lines are open. But this is where the name comes in at. It is your name that is the wind or the current that is going to guide a woman to either submitting or getting the fuck out of your life. 
The reason why there is a lot of masculine women out there because there's not enough masculine men out there. And I hate fucking defending women, but when you come with this silly-ass shit like you're doing, this is why you lose. I do not see anything wrong with women today because when a woman gets around me, based off of my name and who I am to me and what I represent, Kay Zagan, that I don't have these issues. There is no such thing as a woman that's a problem in my universe because I solve shit. Zag, what you got on that, man? You're muted. You hit the nail on the head. You said, I solve shit. We're solution-based. <laughs> in life, you're going to find one thing in life to be true. If you sit around complaining and, and finger-pointing and worried about shit that's out of your control, you ain't going to be focused on the task at hand. And that's making sure you do what you got to do to one, and what we're talking about, our name. Yes. You make sure you do what you got to do to protect yes. and honor that name. Always. And anyone that comes into your life... Even if a woman is just someone you're having sex with, it ain't no different for her. She don't get a pass. She got to honor your name, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Period. Absolutely. See, you have guys that are dealing with women, and y'all have, y'all have women that are doing anything and saying anything they want. Yeah. And y'all keep dealing with them. Then what happens is you get frustrated, and then you say certain things. And it's like, it's not the woman, it's you. It's always <laughs> it's you. you. Yeah. It's, it's a dude, man. It's always you. And, and the question that, and, and again, uh, I want to give you all solutions because I, I, I want you all to start cultivating. You see, the, the thing is, for a lot of you guys, you, you hear the talk, but you don't hear how to learn. And the first thing that you have got to learn in this game, I'm not talking about the women. I'm not talking about approaching I'm not talking about the pickup line that y'all fucking come up with and conjure up. I'm not talking about texting them. I'm not talking about going on a date with them. I'm not even talking about seeing them online, the grocery store, or anything. All of what I'm going to show you today, and Zag and I, excuse me, we're going to be talking about, starts before you even walk out that motherfucking door. It starts before you walk out that door. And you've got to, the one thing that you guys have to do that you choose not to do, but it must, if you don't do this, you're not going to win. And that one thing is this. You must figure out who that man is in the mirror. Not that one in the window, but who that motherfucker man. And, I'm, and follow me on this, gentlemen. The reason we say the man in that mirror, because each one of you are unique in your own way. You are not like the next man. So you can't try to be the next man. If you, if you are, you'll be the second best him. But what? how can you figure out who you are? Who am I? And what I mean by who am I? What are the things that motivate you? Who am I? What areas do you excel in versus the areas that you struggle in? Who am I? What are the characteristics that make you you? What do you love to do? And 
And you got to love what it is you do. Where do you excel in? That man in the mirror. You've got to be answering that question right there. Nobody can answer that question for you but you. But because you've never taken the time to answer that, that is the key to your name. You've got to know you because the problem is when you don't know you and you run up on a woman that knows softness, weakness, and an individual with no sense of self, they are going to go on the attack. Zach, what you got on that, brother? What I would say is there are a lot of incomplete men out here. And as you were saying, Steve, you have to know who you are. What is your strengths and what is your weaknesses? You should always be trying to turn your weaknesses into strengths. Strength. Yes. And if you can't turn your weaknesses into strengths, you make your strengths so strong yes. that they overshadow some of your weaknesses. Yes. But this is what men do, though. Men look for shortcuts. They don't work on where they're weak at. They try to cover it up with money, clothes, cars, and none of that stuff fixes what's really going on deep down inside. It just covers it up. You're putting a Band-Aid on a dam, okay? Eventually, that, that little cloak and dagger shit you do with these women, you're going to run into some women who just strip all that shit away and they break you the fuck down. That's what's going to happen. Now, now, you can run into some bottom of the ball chicks who ain't got nothing going on and they ain't used to dealing with no real man, and, and they'll put up with some of that little bullshit you do. But when you run into some chicks out here that's ganged up, they know what they're doing, they're very adept and very skilled at, at dealing with the suckers, okay, you're going to get got. And a lot of you going to end up with your heart broke. You're going to be crying. You're going to be like that one rapper nigga that killed himself behind a chick. I, how much you want to bet he thought he was a man? He thought he was a shit because he, was, he had a little bit of rap money. But the, so the moment he ran into that one chick, because he was not a complete man, she broke that motherfucker down. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what we say to you guys is this, and, and put a cue if you have a question, okay? Mr. Harris, he said, uh, can you help me? Some days I get depressed. Some days I'm not feeling my grind. Some days I feel lazy. But see, this is what I'm saying, man. Mr. Harris, you got to listen and pay attention, and that's something that y'all don't do. you got to pay attention. Because when you focus on you, and the love that you have for yourself, there is no depression. There is no depression. There, there is no laziness. There, there, there are all these things that you're saying is showing that you're not focusing on you. And as I, and as I, even the thing that I showed you guys last night, I'll show you again the levels that y'all do. Most of you guys, level one, you worship women. Level two, you worship those fucking pills, YouTubes, or cults. And level three, you are focusing on the shit that you don't want to focus. You you're always going away from yourself. You're Mr. Harris. With, with the way what I'm saying to you is this: and this is the problem with a lot of you guys out there. It's right in front of you, but you choose not to listen to what we're saying, sir. There is no day what. How can you please show? Please tell me, Mr. Harris. Show my ignorant ass this. How can you be depressed 
when you wake up every fucking morning and you can see where there are people in the world who are blind and wish they had your eyes to see, how can you be depressed when you can get out of the bed where there are people in the world who can't even get out of the bed, more or less, they need help to get out of the bed? How can you be depressed when you have the power to walk your ass to the door and open it where some people might have lost a limb or something where they can't even open the door and they need the doors unhinged so they can go through it? How can you be depressed when you can fucking function, man? And this is what I can't stand about you motherfuckers that come with this poor me shit. How can you be fucking depressed when you're in a fucking house that has electricity and AC when there are fucking people around the world who don't have that shit? How the fuck can you be depressed when you probably have a vehicle where some motherfuckers got to walk to where they got to go? This is what I'm saying to y'all motherfuckers. I don't want to hear about that fucking depression shit because you, because, oh, the one thing, because you motherfuckers are not learning what the game is about. You think the world is against you because a bitch said no to you? Well, then, what do you think that guy feels that's in that wheelchair that wishes he had your legs, the blind guy that wishes he had your eyes, the deaf guy that wishes he had your ears to hear? You don't see them fucking complaining, so why the fuck are you complaining? Go ahead, brother. Steve, I got to find it, bro. I got to find it. But there's a YouTube, there's a husband and wife that have a YouTube channel. The husband is a quadriplegic. Arms don't work. Legs don't work. He met his wife while he was in rehabilitation. Very attractive black woman. White dude. Very attractive black woman. He can't walk or use his hands, but he was still shooting his shot while he was going through his physical therapy. Okay, they end up getting married. They're married. And some of you might think, well, he must have a lot of money. No, he don't. No, he don't. But one thing he does have, he has supreme confidence. He has the utmost belief in himself, and he stands on his name and on who he is. And because of that, the woman recognized that. So here's a guy that's wheelchair-bound, meeting a chick that's attractive, that has a great job. And she is making sure he's straight, taking care of him, making sure that he's that he can function and do his thing. So how can a guy who's in a wheelchair get a woman and you motherfuckers the able body can't? But this is what I'm saying to you, Mr. Harris. You're sitting around talking about I'm talking about me. You ain't talking about yourself. Because learning yourself is not a depressive thing. It's one of the greatest advantages that you'll have over a woman in life itself because you are learning how to control you. You're learning how to move the way you need to move. Where is the fucking depression in that? Where it? Where is the depression? Tell me, where is the depression in learning about the greatest person on this earth learning about the only motherfucker in the world. You are the only you. So how the fuck can that be depressing? Because what I'm, what I'm feeling here, Zach, is that the depression that you're feeling has something to do with a fucking woman or a lack of getting women. Because if you are depressed about learning yourself, 
then you know what? You Like you say, you might need some therapy because something is wrong here. Because learning about me is exciting as fuck. It is fucking exciting to know the power that I have over myself, the control that I have over myself, the power to be able to fucking say, no, no, Mr. Harris, come on. You tell me where is the fucking depression coming in at? You you talking about ain't about a woman. Tell me where the, the fucking depression is coming from. Tell me. Where is it coming from? And and Fidel, you you guys are this is this is what I this is what I don't understand. How can you be depressed when you haven't even tapped into your mind? How can you be depressed when you don't even know how great you can be? When you focus on yourself, where is a Fidel? Tell me. I want to, all this, I was diagnosed with depression type. I'm telling y'all guys right now. I'm telling you right now. When y'all are going through that emotional ass shit that y'all going through, tell me, why do you want, why would anybody want to be around you? Why would anyone want to be around a dark gray cloud over their head that can't handle the world. I understand for a lot of you guys out there. And I'm waiting for you, Mr. Harris, to tell me where the fuck your depression is coming from. But I'm, I, I'm asking you guys, all you guys out there. Let me, let me go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go let ahead. me say this. Everyone that I've always um, that I've, uh, known in my life, when they were depressed, it was usually because they were attached to something they could no longer have access to. It could be a job because they got fired. It could be a girl or a boy. Whatever the case may be, it was always an attachment to something outside of them. Yeah. Your depression comes from that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it goes back. If you are a complete man and you have autonomy over your life, right, you don't need people to make you feel complete. You don't need validation from outside sources <laughs> and people to make you feel like um, you have a, a worth in your life. Because people, this is the problem with a lot of dudes, okay, women too. Y'all look for out, things outside of you to bring joy, harmony, and happiness into your life. You can do that on your own. If you can bring joy, happiness, and harmony to your life on your own, no one can ever come in and disrupt it. The only time someone can disrupt your shit is when you depend on them to validate your shit. Right. Mr. Mr. Harris, I'm asking you, sir, explain to us where this so-called depression is coming from. If it's not about a woman, you see, if you know yourself, you should be able to tell us specifically what is wrong with you. But it goes back to the first thing I was talking about to you men out there. You don't even know who the fuck you are. You don't even know why you are. You don't even know why it is that you do what you do. You don't even know that. And this is a case in point. Because you, as a man, you still have not even explained your see this is what's amazing as a man you got to be clear concise and transparent to yourself and be honest with yourself which you guys are not y'all 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 some of you guys will use depression as a crutch some of you guys will use depression a crutch because some of you guys out there want to sit around and boo hoo everything 
You wanna you're you're mad because what? What 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 are you I'm waiting, what are you so upset about? What is what is holding you down? I'm waiting for you and Fidel to answer. What is so bad about the world that you are in a depression? What is so bad about you? And uh, here's the problem. You can't even answer that. You're quick to say, no, it ain't about a woman. But why don't you nut the fuck up, brother? And I'm not trying to be mean to you, but why don't you speak on you? And this is the problem, Zach. They can't even talk. Guys, let me tell you something. I know me inside and motherfucking out. That's why I will never stutter, ooh, ah, oh, um, and all that other shit, because I know how I operate. And I am asking you two guys out there to be a man probably for the first time and explain yourself. Because if you can't explain you to you, it's showing that you can't explain you to us. Zach? Let's go back to the depression again. People who claim they are depressed, it's because normally you lost something. There's something you lost or something you won't access to that you can't have. And you are letting you are letting it affect you more than it should. Period. I've never been depressed. Never. I've had my ups and downs as far as good days and bad days like everyone else, but I've never been depressed. Like and, and here's the thing, then when I tell people I've never had my heart broke by a girl, they don't believe me. And I'm like, I've never had my heart broke. So I've been disappointed because the relationship didn't work out or it ended a certain way. Mm. But I've never had my heart broke. Why? Because I love myself too much. And, and I care about myself too much that a woman exiting from my life doesn't change how I feel about myself. I'm going to be all right with or without a woman. And that's why I ain't never boo-hoo-hooed over no woman. You see, you see, you see, you see this? Beyond what is it about then? You see this bitch shit? You see what I'm saying? Because they keep repeating that shit. You see that shit? You what see, is it about, DeAndre? What is it about? You see, DeAndre? What is it about, This Phil? is why you are weak as fuck. You can't even tell us what the fuck it's about, because you know in your heart, as soon as you say that silly shit, we're going to eat your bitch ass up. This is, see, I don't, listen, this is a man's space, and this is it. No, well, look, why don't you call into the show? The line is open right now. If you really need the help, this is your opportunity to get the help. Because it's what you do in this moment is going to show what kind of fucking man you are. Because if you say you need the help, because I can't, I'm not here to sit around and uh, look at what you're texting. We need to talk to you. So if you really, really about, really about what you know, you know the number and call in. But let me, hold on, let me smash this. Now, I appreciate what you're saying. The depression about growth. No, you're, this, that's a lie. That is a fucking lie. The call, brother, come on. Can you not see what's below us on the scrolling number? I, I, are you serious? Look, 515-605-9373. The number's there. But let me get, this is what I'm talking about. Growth is not easy to someone who doesn't know how to fucking grow. You don't know how to grow, so you want to use the excuse that growth ain't easy, but I'm sure you won't call in as well because you don't want to grow. 
Because you know what? If you want to grow, you'll call into the show right now, and we'll see why growth is not easy for you. But the truth of the matter is you choose to be where you at. All you guys talking all that poor me shit, you choose to be where you're at. But let me... No, no, no. Let me do this for everyone in the chat. What are the main causes of depression? Okay? Abuse. Physical, sexual, or emotional abuse. Also, conflict, death, or loss. Any type of depression, something happened to you that you ain't got over. Period. You can try to say what you want about depression, but it's a result of something that happened to you that you have not gotten over yet. All right, we got a call, bro. Let me Come go. on, man. All right, Erico225, what's your, what's your question, man? What's up? Yeah, this is Harris. I'm uh, calling. That ain't about no woman. It's about me, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find who I am. I'm 20 years old, and as a child, at three months old, my parents had died, and I ended up going through the system, through a whole situation. So I ended up aging out two years ago. I, I, I'm 20 now, so I'm trying to see what's my next move as to find myself, find my weakness, to better myself in any situation. It ain't about no All right, well, let me me ask you a question. I appreciate the call. Let me ask you a question. Sorry for your loss, but let me ask you a question. What are you doing with yourself right now? Okay, I got a – I have a job right now. I work at the hospital. I'm trying to uh, get my education, and after I get my education, I was planning on to go to the military. Because thinking the military okay. would help me find who I Okay, first. well, wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, hold on. Why aren't you doing that now? Why aren't you going into the military now? No, I don't have my uh, my uh, high school diploma. That's what I'm saying. I'm doing that school right now. So okay, okay, so, school. okay, so, but let, well, okay, then answer me a question. Why didn't you go to fucking school when you're supposed to go to school? Why didn't you do that? Because of my the uh, foster care placements and uh, by me being okay. a certain age, okay. at my age, okay. I was some uh, okay. So so okay. So so how long do you have left? I'm out the foster care thing. I'm doing uh, for myself now. No, I'm Meaning talking about your I'm school out. to get your GED. To get your GED. So I, yeah, that's what I'm doing now to get how, my GED. How far away are you? How far away are you from getting your GED, GED sir? Not too far. I have to uh, take my tests next month. Okay, now listen to me. So explain to me where is the depression coming from? What is the depression? Because it's like, okay, reason why I say that because it's like I'm doing all this, but it's like I don't have nobody, really, to be honest with you. Because to be honest with you, I'm Okay, stop. Okay, wait, wait, wait. One, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. You know what? I have a million women that want me. And I'm still for me. I don't need any fucking body to define me. Why why do you need people so much? Tell me why. Why? No, it's not the fact that me needing somebody. It's like, okay, I'm doing all this, you know what I'm saying, finding myself. And then once I get to a certain position, I can't be shared with Oh, go back and be like, Mom, look at me. Okay, congratulations. Hold on, real quick, real quick. Caller, manhood is a solo journey, fam. It's a solo journey. Manhood, you going through manhood and and, and you bettering yourself as a man, it's not about you having someone right next to you. 
in a perfect world, you will have your mom, your dad, you will have a bunch of people around you. But life ain't fair, fam. Some people get dealt a harder hand than others. But I, I promise you, there are people in life who have it worse than you. I promise you. Absolutely. There are people in life who have it worse than you who are making the most of it more so than you. Yes, yes. At the end of the day, you can't worry about having nobody. You have yourself. And having yourself is more important than anything else. Because here's the thing, Carla, and this is just a fact. When you invite people into your life, it can actually complicate your life. Mm. So a lot of times you have people in your life that don't mean, they don't mean you no good. They will never love you as much as you love yourself. They will never have your back as much as you have it. All you can depend on is yourself. And if you should happen to, you know, get people along the way that want to, you know, and, and enjoy your company and be around yes. you, consider that shit a bonus but not a necessity. Yeah, but I ask you, young man, why do you have to share your accomplishments? Tell me why. What is the, what is the importance of sharing your accomplishments? I guess uh, it's just the fact to have... No, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We don't guess. We know. So change the language. Well, I'm saying, I, not I guess. Feel that. So, to me, if I had my mama to be like, yeah, my son, you did good, and my father did good. Even though okay. what y'all saying okay. is true, you know what I'm saying. Okay, brother. Sometimes Listen. I sit up and help by myself okay. when I think. Miss, you know? Okay, Mr. Harris, Mr. Harris, look, I still have both my parents. I still have both my parents, right? But I don't give a fuck what they think. As soon as I got out of that fucking house, I was for me. I still, my mother still tells me to stop cussing. I'm like, man, you can't tell me the fuck to do. I'm not cussing. I'm stopping cussing. I'm doing what I want to do. I don't need my mother to pat me on the back. I don't need my father to pat me on the back. You know why I need to pat me on the back, uh, Mr. Harris? is me. I'm the only one I give a fuck about, brother. I don't want, I don't want pats on the back. I don't need them. Because I'm a self-sufficient motherfucker. I operate under my own mindset and my own thoughts, brother. When I, when I win, I win. Now, don't get me wrong. If I'm like, like I'm, well, I don't know the 49ers playing the Cowboys this year, but I, 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 I'm more, I'll get more upset over a football game than I would if someone pat me on the back, brother. Yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. I, I, I care more about my Cowboys than that shit. But we see what I'm saying to you, and like I'm saying to everybody else, the problem you're feeling that way is because you don't know why you are you. You are, I listen, I, listen, I know for a lot of you guys, you want your mother love and your father's uh, uh, trust and to be proud of you and all that other stuff that they show you on these 30-minute uh, episodes of these fucking TV shows and shit like that. But all that's going to do is do more harm to you because I'm telling you right now, the world, the game, no one gives a fuck about you. And the reason why I don't want the pats of anybody else but me is because I, I have learned from a young age that we are nothing but the stories that our fucking parents have received from their fucking parents, from their parents and all that other shit. So you know what? I don't want to be defined as a story. I want to create my own story. I want to create my own lane. I want to create my own universe so I can be the stories of my story versus being somebody else's story. Does that make any sense to you, brother? Well, he, yes, he has a codependent mindset, okay? And, and that's a very dangerous thing to have. You have a codependent mindset. 
let, let me tell you a story real quick, Colin. This is just a small thing so you can understand how I think. <clears throat> at every job I've ever had, I got an employee of the month at every job. What, what, what I used to hate, <clears throat> what I used to hate is when all the managers and supervisors would come by in a big group and surround my little cubicle and they got the camera and then they want to take pictures and give me my little certificate, my little up close, uh, up front parking shit, my little gift certificates. And I, and I would tell my manager, don't do that no more. I said, if I win it, just put this shit on my desk and I'll grab it and, and do what I'm going to do with it. I don't want all the people around me patting me on my back, telling me what a great job I've done. I didn't do the job I did for that fucking validation. I did it because it's my job and I'm a powerful human being. Go. Yes. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, Bruno, uh, let me, let me help you out here because a lot of y'all don't understand game. You understand what's real. So many of you young men have been, you still got this umbilical cord of mommy in you where you think the world owes you shit. You think the game owes you shit. And all that, all that does is give you a false sense of reality. The reality is people don't need fucking encouragement because that encouragement you get is just false and fake. It's a lie that, see, I keep telling y'all, when you're looking out the window versus looking at the mirror, you will accept fucking encouragement from other people. So that means you can't, you can't encourage yourself. You got you to gotta seek to somebody else encouraging you, and then once you get on their little tit or their motherfucking drug, you're always going to follow that person to give you encouragement because you'll never have it for yourself. And the problem with you guys, there is something wrong with that. Because if you can't encourage yourself, then you're going to lose out there because that place outside. See, the thing your mother never told you guys, outside that door doesn't give a fuck about you. It doesn't. It doesn't care about you, nor does the game. They're going to go on with or without you, and that is the truth. And you can get all the false and fake encouragement you want. You, you see, let me give you all an example. Most of you motherfuckers on Sunday, and I'm not knocking you religious people, most of you will go in this building to get a bunch of false-ass encouragement, feel real good about yourself, and then when you walk out that damn building or that church, you just go right back to who the fuck you are. And you will scratch your head saying, well, I felt so good when I was around the preacher or the motivational speaker, but then as soon as I came back or left that place, that's why it's false encouragement. That's why you, you young people out there need to wake up. And Mr. Harrison, I hope you listen still. But what I'm saying, the lines are open. Let me check the lines and everything. Mr. Harrison, I want you to listen to this. What I'm saying I'm to you and everybody that's listening, I'm not listening. I'm saying that I'm proud of you. But I, this, is, this is not me encouraging you. This is me telling you that I'm proud that you know what? You called in. I respect that. But that's not encouragement. I'm not encouraging you. Because encouraging you would do more damage because what I'm saying is I'm saying you're, you're, you're going to go out there and be somebody. You're going to win, and that's bullshit. The game is, does not work that way. Now, don't get me wrong. The problem is that a lot of men, a lot of young boys were always encouraged by their parents and they never were told the truth. 
They always thought the world was sunshine and rainbows. And you know what? We can solve a problem like they do, like I say, in a 30-minute TV show episode. And, you know, I never have to worry about this and never worry about that. So what they've done is they gave you a false sense of fucking reality. And then when you go out there and realize that it is from the moment, listen, everybody listen to me, from the moment that you were born, okay, the moment that you were born, gentlemen, it was competition. And y'all don't even realize. From the moment you, from the moment daddy got with mommy, you were in competition, brother. You were in competition to get to the egg. Everything you fucking do. We used to have a thing, Zad, called uh, Field Day. And you know what Field Day was about? Red, white, and re- no, blue, red, and white. That was it. Field Day was a fun field, in, Maryland. Field, in, Maryland. in Maryland. Field, field Day, where y'all don't want to say what Field Day is, Field Day was at the end of the year where it was all about your athletic motherfucking skill. It wasn't about anything else. It was about you versus everybody else in certain kind of events. And how good you are, you either get the blue for first, red for second, white for third, and if you didn't get third, you didn't qualify, boo-hoo, do better next time. That's what it's about. Let me go get my field day ribbons. My mom has my field day ribbons and shit. What I'm saying is this. All right, listen. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. Bruno. Bruno, this is your last time, brother. I'm trying to. Bruno. Bruno. If you think this is acting like a gangster motherfucker, nah, this ain't. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Because, see, here's your problem, okay? You're a bitch, okay? I don't know you. And let me tell you why you're a bitch. Because that's not even your real name, bitch. And that's not even your photo, bitch. So this is going to be your last fucking time. Either you shut your goddamn mouth up and listen to the show, or take your bitch ass on. Because I don't, hey, I'm, hey for, learn, Mr. Harris. See, this, this game right here, Mr. Harris. Learn how it's done. When you had set a standard, the standard goes for everybody. So, Bruno, open your fucking mouth and say some more sidebar shit and watch what happens. I promise you, dog, I will do it with a smile on my face because I don't give a fuck about you. So, fuck you. How about that? Now, anyway, for those that are listening, we got you covered. What we're saying to you guys out here that are listening to this show, this is, I'm telling you right now, you are in competition. But the greatest competition that you're in, Mr. Harris, is not the pat on the back, brother. The competition is killing. Now, listen, I'm going to say this to Rob because I know you're depressed. I'm not telling you to kill yourself. Let me say that again. I'm not telling you to commit suicide. Let me say that again, okay? Let me say that again before I say this, Mr. Harris, okay? But what I have to do every day, Mr. Harris, I have to die every single day, okay? I have to die every single day. You want to know why? You want want to know why I got to die every day, Mr. Harris? Why do you think I got to die every day? Because you got a lane to live by, live up to. No, no. Because who who I was yesterday can't fuck with who I am today. And who I am today, brother, 
can't fuck with who I'm going to be tomorrow because I'm always evolving me. You see what I'm saying, brother? I must get rid of the one thing that I love more than life itself every goddamn day. Every day, 11.59, 59 seconds, I am, I am fucking just, I don't want to, how do I get rid of the person that I love more than anything in the world? How do I get rid of the person that I follow, that I, that I am uh, infatuated with? How do I get rid of that person? By realizing tomorrow I'm going to be a better motherfucker, so I got to let him go. Do you see what I'm saying? I, you, you, you must, and, I, and I'm not saying for you guys that are depressed, because I don't want y'all to take it the wrong way. I'm saying for you guys out there, you must kill that person mentally inside your head every day, not on a physical, on a mental level, because, Mr. Harris, you should not be the same person tomorrow that you are right now. And if you are the same person, then the problem is you because you're not evolving yourself. What you got on that, Zach? Well, you know, I said this, I'm going to say it right here. You should go to your grave trying to master manhood every single day of your life. Now, you will never master manhood, but you should try. You should, like, like Steve is saying, you should be a better person today than you were yesterday and a better person tomorrow than you are today, okay? Number one, you, you have to have knowledge of self. You yes. know what I'm saying? You have, yes. you have to know who you are. Yes. When you know who you are, you can make the adjustments in life accordingly so that way when people come into your life, you keep the people that are benefit. Yes. Get rid of the people who are not. Get rid of their fucking ass. The problem with a lot of guys because they don't know themselves. Yes. They keep people around him, around them, excuse me, who are no good for them. Yes. Why? Because they want outside validation and they are codependent on other people. They just want the feeling of having people around. You have to be willing to walk this journey of manhood in solitude yes. by your goddamn self. Yes. Always. So, Mr. Harris, let me ask you a question. Tell us about you. tell us about Mr. Harris. Tell us about you. Well, uh, I'm 20 years old. I have uh, no right now. About I'm working you. at the hospital. Okay. No, I don't know well, about you. You're talk. Okay, listen. What I'm saying is, I don't want to know what's outside of you. That's the problem. Y'all go every time people talk to you guys. The first place you go is outside of yourself. So what I'm asking you is tell me about Mr. Harris. Tell me about you. Uh, well, I really don't know. I really don't know. Well, you, you, well, you do know. Wait, you, wait. No, wait. Let me hold on. You do? I, all right. Well, what's your favorite cereal? Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Well, no, I'm asking you like a simple question. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite cereal? Frosted Flakes. Why is it your Why is it your favorite cereal? Because it's good, and I like. I just like that kind of cereal. I don't really why like is it your favorite? No. Why is it your favorite cereal? Fuck the good taste that's outside of you. Tell me why you love. You want to know what my favorite cereal is that I can't eat because I'm lactose intolerant? Fruity fucking pebbles. You want to know why I love that shit so much? Because when I was a little kid, 
Every fucking box of cereal used to have a prize that came in that motherfucker. And I always loved the prizes that came in Fruity Pebbles. Plus, it tasted real good. I just loved the fruity taste of that shit. But every time I would go to the store with my mom, I'd pass the Honey Smacks, the Diggum Smacks, the Fruit Loops. I'd pass them all, get my box of fruity fucking pebbles. And when I got home, I'd open up the box, and I'd dig my little cake-ass hands, in the bottom of the box, the prize is always at the fucking bottom anyway, and get the prize out before I even have the cereal. And that's why okay, okay, I so love... Okay, so the plastic thing up the yeah, box, the plastic plastic thing. Up the box to see if you can find it. Right, so that's why I love Fruity Pebbles. See, I'm telling you my why. Not because it tastes good, I'm telling you my why of how I begin to love it and why I love it and what I used to do. So tell me, what is your... Why do you love... Uh, Frosted Flakes so much? Because when I was at the foster home, that's all we used to eat. And when I got older and I tried to test out the other cereal, I didn't really like all the other cereal. Okay. Right. So, so, so Carl, see, when Steve was talking about the Fruity Pebbles, he he was talking about it in a very nostalgic way, like, like reminiscing, like, yeah, I remember back in the day. Almost like he was reliving the moment. Yes. My moment. Mm-hmm. Carl, when, when people ask you, who are, who, who are you? Who, who is the Andre? Bro, you should be like this. But, uh, 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 this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Yes. Like that. If you had to take time to think about it, that means you're not sure who you are. Damn. That or you're worried about saying something that's going to have you look that funny. Right. And even if that's the case, that's still a problem. Right, you, you, Mr. Harris. Like I said, we got you. Got the problem is, that's, Mr. Harris. That's why. No, that's why and, I called in because I'm trying to know who I am. I'm trying. That's why I called in. Okay, you know, but Mr. Harris, you're you're full of stories. Okay, but yeah, I understand. And that's why you're here. You're full of stories. You're full of great stories that you used to do as a child. But you've got to understand. Your job doesn't define you. That's just something you do to pay fucking bills. That doesn't define you. What I'm saying is, is that the depression that you're having is a false depression because you feel that you need somebody to pat you on your back. And I'm not, listen, for a lot of you guys, I know this is more advanced, but, you know, it's just how it is. I I I just don't need the pat on the back except for me. That's all I all all I need is me, Mr. Harris. And I promise you, brother, the more selfish you become in this motherfucking game, not only the more women you're gonna get, the fun you're gonna have, the the, the easier life is gonna be because nobody's gonna move you. And here's the problem, Mr. Harris. Whenever you decide on getting in a relationship, this is why we're trying to talk to you this way now cannot go into the Serengeti with no spine or they will eat you up because I'm telling you, some women will be kind, but some women will get what they want from you as a resource. So you have got to be able to focus on you. And you've got, listen, here's the thing that people don't understand about the game when you're in it. You're going to have so many women after you. It's, it's beautiful but you're still going to be the loneliest motherfucker in the world. You want to know why, Mr. Harris? Why do you think you're going to be the loneliest person in the world? Because based off of your fucking, because of your fingerprint, that's why you're going to be the loneliest. I didn't say alone. I said you're going to be lonely. 
because nobody can understand you the way you should understand yourself. And and uh-huh. when you grow, if I thought it that way, when you grow as a man, you can't, You it's hard to, okay, you say you want pats on the back, I get that. But you know how fucking tough it is when you're like 9 or 10 years old and you're getting girls that are older and shit like that? And you try to tell that to your fucking friends who can't even get one girl. It looks like you're fucking bragging. When when uh-huh. when when all they do is come around you because well, Steve, well, tell us the stories about how you got that girl and how you got that girl. I'll say, okay, I'll tell you. And then they get mad at me for my successes. See, you you don't understand how it works. They'll smile in your face and they'll stab you in your back. These you you will have people smile in your face, but because they like the girl that you just fucking with, they're gonna try to stab you in the back and make you look bad in her eyes. You gotta be careful. What I'm saying is you gotta be careful. Nobody is supposed to understand you the way you understand yourself. Now, when you get around men like K. Zagan, Fifty, Lucario, EO, Miles, when you get around other men. You're going to have an understanding, but every man still is on his own learn lonely journey of his own self-discovery. Zach, what you say when you're on that, brother? And let me just say this. There is, and the best way I can sum it up, there is a video of a lion, a male lion, and there's some cars lined up, and he's just walking in between the cars. He's just walking slow. He's just looking. Big, beautiful lion with the big man. He's just walking and looking. Everyone in the car, they're like, roll up their windows. They're they in awe of this big, majestic animal. And he's just walking slow. Like, I'm the most important motherfucker right here. I'm the shit. Ain't nobody in these cars is better than me. I'm not even worried about no one putting on no gun and shooting me. Yes. But he was just walking slow. Just really looking, looking, walking, checking yes. everything out. Like, yes. What's that motherfucker's doing there? What's up? You, you have to walk in. It's like if you walk into a room, you have to walk into a room and own it. Own like, it. Like, I'm the, now that I'm here, the party can begin. I'm that motherfucker. You have to have that type of attitude. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You have to have that type of attitude. Like, if you walk into a club or a bar and, and you don't see the, 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 the women conversing with the dudes, you see the guys holding up the wall, you got to walk in there. Thank God I showed up in enough time. Now the women can probably meet a real one and shit because these motherfuckers ain't doing nothing. <laughs> they, you have to have this, this attitude yes. about you. Yes. Okay? And it, it's hard to explain. But, but Carla, you, you have to, no more you have to be selfish. You have to be a little bit conceited, maybe a little bit vain. You know what I'm mean? saying? Just a little bit. And you have to feel like you are that motherfucker. Because how you feel about yourself, and a lot of people don't get this, how you feel about yourself, it comes off in, in, in your energy, period. You can try and sell macho to a woman, right? But how you feel about yourself reverberates. It 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 comes out. Yes. So this is why it's important that you not only think it, but you really believe it and you live it. Yeah, and guys, I'm gonna call him. Got you, brother. Mr. Harris, listen. One thing society won't tell you, and they won't tell anybody. Not even your fucking parents. The people, your mother won't even tell. Nobody's gonna tell you this. The the most dangerous motherfucking man out there is the most selfish motherfucker out there. They don't want see the world doesn't want you to be selfish because the world wants to feed off of you. So they're not gonna tell you what you should be. See, you don't understand. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to be cocky and conceited and arrogant. And like like Zag said, 
It's okay to feel when you walk in that goddamn door, you soak all the air, you take a, you fill the room up with you. See, we see we unfortunately in this world are taught to try to be fair. You know, but see before before 86, I think it started in Katy, Texas. There was a, a, a some, I think it started with a guy or that felt that his son because his son couldn't make the team, okay? Because his son wasn't good enough. He decided to create this thing where everybody's a winner and you get a trophy. You get a you get a participation trophy for just showing the fuck up. And what that shit did to young boys is it hurt them to to this day right now. Because right now you guys think that you deserve a trophy for showing up. And then you for that, that young boy that thinks he deserves a trophy for showing up is the same, same young boy or the grown man that feels that he, gets, he, he should get a piece of pussy because he shows up to the, to the club. He shows up to the store. He shows up to the woman. So he, he's under the impression that I'm a winner and I deserve to get a woman. And I deserve this. And then when they get that taste of reality and they realize all this time my own fucking parents who love me more than anything did the worst thing they possibly could by making me go to places where I get a trophy for showing up versus you get a, a ribbon for coming first, second, or third. There was no trophies. Because if you didn't make it, oh, they laughed at you. Oh man, they 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 rank on you and beat you up. But you know what? It gave your little boy. It gave us tough skin. It showed us that you know what? The world is a mean ass place. But you know what? As a man, Zag, we're much yep. meaner. So the world works for us versus us for them. Zag, what say you? Brother? Exactly. No, and I would say all that participation shit. No, if if you weren't first, second, or third, you weren't even honorable mention. Like no one thought about you. And all that meant was go back to the drawing board, come back and get better. And I would say dudes didn't want to get third or second. Dudes want to get first. Like, fuck that second third place. Mm-hmm. Like, I want first. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, every man wants to be great. But the problem with a lot of men, you don't make the, the, self, you don't make the self-sacrifices and you don't do the things that a man needs to do to be great. You have a bunch of dudes that sit around and they complain about how tough the world is. And look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something I should tell my kids. Don't nobody give a fuck about you. Mm. You can drop dead on the ground, and I said, one of two things are going to happen. They'll walk right over you, and in some cases, they'll go through your pockets. Yes. And they'll walk right over you, and, and you'll sit there for probably hours before even one of them comes and gets you and picks your ass up. The world doesn't so, give a fuck about you. And I'm going to tell you right now, children can make excuses, women can make excuses, the elderly can make excuses, but as a man, no excuses for you, bro. You're not a victim. What you got? You're not a victim. What you got, Mr. Harris? What's up? Okay, so I'm as I'm gaining from this, is so basically had everything is about me. So it's like basically. Oh, oh, wait. Like, hey, oh wait. yes, yes. So basically, like he said, the world don't give a fuck about you. You should feel the same way about the world, right? You goddamn yeah. right. He said something. He said something. Yes, about the world. Fuck the world. Fuck the world. Shit. Fuck them. Oh, Mr. Man and Biggie. It's fuck the world. Don't ask me for shit. It's, yeah. it's power in that, brother. That mm-hmm. is the power of getting respect. It's the power of getting women. It's the power of getting everything you want when you say fuck it. 
when mm-hmm. you say fuck it. And I don't mean fuck it as in fuck it, I'm not doing anything. I'm saying that mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the world or woman or people I don't know define me. Listen, young man, I'm telling you, look, it's, this is how beautiful the game is. Everybody's going to have an idea and a perception of you. But, you know, and I always take it back to nature because nature is nature, okay? Let me ask you a question, Mr. Harris. Does the does the grizzly bear eating the, the deer give a fuck about the shark eating the seal? Nope. Does the shark eating the seal give a fuck about the, 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 the eagle eating the fish? No. They don't give a fuck about anything. Or the the eagle worried about the wolf killing the antelope. No one gives a fuck. They just stay in their lane. See, you so get more that. power. Yeah, right. I, I, listen, I'm not trying to make you into an asshole, but the reason, listen, myself and Zach, we're nice guys. I'm a geek. I'm telling you, I am a nerd. I'm a geek. I'm telling you, I'm a nerd. Dog, I watch sci-fi. I watch, hey, y'all got to watch that Black Summer, that second season. Yeah, I'm about to mention it. Oh, man. He's a nerd. And I'm a goofy motherfucker. Hey, yeah, we goofy. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Listen to me, it's Harris. We're all these. I'm a gamer. I play video games. I'm a big fucking kid, a big goddamn kid. But you know what makes me a man is that I won't stand for shit. I won't stand for shit. Because I love the fuck out of me. I'm not standing for shit. But you know what make, what draws women into me? Because they can't control me. What draws people into right. me is they wonder why I am what I am. I'm, I, myself and Zach like us, we're alien. We're, we're not of this world type shit because they can't understand why we function the way we function. And it's, it's not hard. That's what I'm saying, brother. We, everybody thinks the game is hard. The hard thing to do is stop walking away from yourself, turn your fucking ass around, and start going towards your motherfucking name. You see what I'm saying? And, and stop God. yielding to social conditioning. Yeah. All this shit that we look. A, a long time ago, whatever little amount of social conditioning I had, I broke that shit and threw it away. I'm, I'm doing my own shit. Always. Now, what, what I do do, I do, um, I do obey the laws of the land. Yes. Okay, I get in my car, you know, I'm not trying to speed, even though I do. I stop at stop signs and all that type of shit. <laughs> and, and, and I believe you love those who love you and you respect those who respect you. Everyone else, fuck them. Right, and that's it, man. That, 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 that's it, brother. It's not complicated. It's just saying that I'm out for me. And there's nothing, see, we, we, have been, we, have, we have been taught to be ashamed of why you shouldn't be out for yourself. That's not, that's not friendly. Fuck you. It is friendly to me. And I'm not, I don't, listen, I am not here to please, listen, I can please a woman because that's what I've taught myself. See that key word? I taught myself to please women. But I'm not, self-taught, self-made, right? That's what I'm saying. Well, hey, I don't know about Dragon's Ball Z because I'm not into that anime. I'm more into the um, I'm more into the anime of what's that motherfucking uh, that Invincible? Is it Invincible? That's the shit I'm watching. Fuck Dragon Ball Z. Hey, when you can show me a show that shows me the blood and the shit that they doing on Invincible, I'll fuck with it. But I'm saying this. I'm sorry, Mr. Harris. What I'm saying to you is this: the reason I win is not because of the women that want to fuck me, not the motherfuckers that follow me. That doesn't make me win. 
what makes me win is I stand on my fucking principle, man. I don't budge what the fuck I am for nobody. But listen, what I'm saying is like Zach said, I always tell all you guys listening, and if you're new, we'll tell you the same thing. I only follow three laws, Mr. Harris. There are only three laws that I follow. Three. I don't kill anybody because I get caught in the first 48 because I've always got my phone with me. So I, I'm a, they'll get me on the cell tower. So they'll ping my ass on the cell tower. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, I, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, I don't know about North Star guys. I'm sorry, but what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I, I, what I'm saying is this. So I, I don't kill. Okay. Next thing, yes, like Zach said, I've got a heavy fucking foot, Mr. Harris, but because I know the game. I've joined the hundred club.org that gives that donates to falling uh, firefighters and police officers. So I put a sticker on the back of my truck. So whenever I do speed, I don't get a ticket. So I'm playing the game, but I shouldn't be speeding. Don't speed guys. Don't do it. I'm just doing it. This is my fault. The third thing is what if I, if I had a job, cause I work for myself, but whenever I had a job, I went to my job and did my work. So I, of those three things that I abide by, I create every fucking thing else. Every, every, listen, listen to me, Mr. Harris. Everything else. I get to create. I get to create how I talk to women. I get to create what I can make a woman feel. I get to create how I move, how I think, how I. Mr. Harris, I'm getting all excited because this is this is where the excitement comes from. Do you understand how dangerous motherfuckers like Zag and me and men like me are? Because women are used to men that are free thinkers. You know what, Steve? All right. My bad. Go ahead. We, we create our own utopia. Oh, wait. Okay. We create our own utopia. Yes. When you create your own utopia, people want to be a part of that. Always. Always. Yes. Go ahead, Zach. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. No, no, that was it. That's all okay, I got no, yeah. Do, do, does that make any sense, oh. Mr. Uh, uh, yeah, because uh, I kind of got a mindset shift now. So basically, if I, I shouldn't even be depressed, oh, if yeah. I like doing stuff oh, for myself. You can't be. And Mr. Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, l- listen. You're, I didn't want to ever. Just write. Look, 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 look. You destroy your past. You stay in the present mm-hmm. and build for the future. You win. It, it, it's, it's, that's how easy it is. Anything uh-huh. you feel that's holding you back and holding you down, you get rid of that shit while you're in the present and you work towards the future. You don't live in the past. You build for your future, brother. And guess, guess what? Guess what? The average guy doesn't, which means that, the, that women... When they meet you, they will see that you're not average because you don't play by the rules that average motherfuckers play by, Zach. I was going to say he is bound by the shackles of his own mind. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. You're putting shackles on your mind. Yes. Okay, your mentality. Look, everything in life starts with the way you think. Everything. The way you think. Okay, oh, oh. and, and your, your subconscious mind is more powerful than your conscious mind. God damn. So, so when I say that, when I say your subconscious mind is more powerful than your conscious mind, 
all that negativity, all that woe is me, I feel sorry for myself, that's deep, deep in your subconscious. So even if you say consciously, I want to change, I want to do something different, you have to go into your subconscious and move all that clutter and move it to the side mm-hmm. and then replace that shit with positivity. Caller, are you DC or Marvel? Which one are you? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm Naruto. You're who? Naruto. What is Naruto? So not, tell me, what is that? Yeah. That's an anime. Uh, it's just like uh, Dragon Ball Z. And, um, okay. It's not like DC well, or Marvel, though. Well, I, I I I can't talk much about Vegeta. I can't tell much about Dragon Ball Z because I'm not really into that. I'm, I'm I graze it, but I'm not into that. But have you ever seen any Marvel or DC movies? Yeah, Batman, Joker. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Have you seen Have you seen the one with Thanos or Darkseid? Yeah, I've seen uh the one with Thanos when he had the uh beat okay. superheroes. All right. Well, think okay. Think think about this. Think about this. Now, Danos did some cake-ass shit for death, and I'm going to exclude that bullshit. But Thanos set out to, to cut the world in half. The only way he could cut the world in half was to get the five stones, right? He had, he had to go right. after them. No matter what it took, he knew what he had to do, right? Right? Right. Because he wanted to do that, right? He set out to change the universe, right? Right. But what if I ask you? What if what if I ask you this question right here? Okay, what if I ask you this question right here? What if you could do the same thing Thanos did in the movies in your mind? What what if you can find strength? Well, okay, wait, yes. But what if you have to go in your mind and find? Discipline, drive that 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 stone of the called determination, the stone of, of of going after what you want, the stone of being transparent. Where you go after the stones in your mind, and when you lace yourself with them, you then will be the sole creator of you. And guess what? You don't have to rid yourself of half of the negative motherfuckers. What if you can rid them all? What if? What if you can get rid of them all? Can you, what, what if you can? What if you can go in your mind? Have you? Do you have you heard of Galactus and Silver Surfer? Have you heard of those? I heard of them. Okay, all right. Okay, you heard. All right, go ahead. you heard. You heard of Silver Surfer, right? right? So you know what Silver Surfer's job was? Silver Surfer's job was what? To go to planets, right? To find right. for Galactus to eat, right? Right. Well, right. let me ask you this question. What if you can do the same thing? What if you in, go into your mind and destroy planets, the planet of fear, the planet of anxiety, the planet of excuses? You just got to find those motherfuckers, and you can destroy. I know, I, I know it sounds like I'm doing drugs. I'm sounding crazy, but what if you can do that? What if you can destroy those things inside of yourself? Where you destroy them, and then you create the world that you want to live and thrive in. See, the reason why guys like me can get women easily and why women want guys like us is because we are something they've never seen before. 
because we never make the game about women. We've never made the game about women because as soon as you make the game about the woman, you got to come up with tricks and lies to try to get the woman. But what if you just stand on who the fuck you are? Can you ever imagine that kind of a world? Yes. Certainly the number right here is right there. 515-605-9373, brother. 515-407. I'll bring you one second. But but you see what I'm saying, man, here, I'm going to grab another call, but I want you to stay on the line, Mr. Harris, because I'm still talking to you, but I want you to, to listen to that, okay? This is what I'm saying, okay? So stay right there, okay, brother? You stay right there. Let me bring this other call in. Guys, y'all can call in. Because, listen, Mr. Harris, get your notebook out, because I'm going to give you solutions to start to build and create your world. Let me bring this call in real quick. 470, what's your question, brother? What's up? Oh, what's up, Steve? Um, I What's going on? How can I help you? Pick up. <laughs> but I, I love your content. I'm interested in, t- in investing in my growth, and I wanted to take the next step. I also wanted to know what okay. was the best way to do that. Okay, just get at me at the man mindset. Send me your number. And once the show is over, I'll call you, okay? Just, just the man mindset at Gmail. If this, if this is your number, I'll write it down, and when the show is over, I'll call you. Is this the number you want me to call you on? Yes, sir. Is this, is this the number? Okay, so when the, when yeah. the show is over, I'll call you on this number. The unlisted motherfucking call will be me, okay? I'll call you as soon as the show is over, okay, my brother? Got it. Okay, well, I'll throw you back in. Thank you. Now, now back to all saying, guys, out there that's listening to me. This is how – let me show you all something about how this, 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 uh, this game works for you, for you guys out there. Mr. Harrison, I want you to listen. In order for me – to learn me. Now, I showed you guys, if y'all just joining me, I showed you my little, uh, you know, for Father's Day, I showed you my little cake-ass photos and shit. Now, I, from from this point, I just want to show y'all, this is my little cake-ass, don't judge me and shit. This is my little cake-ass and shit. But what I'm saying is, the first thing that I learned was that I was a Williams. That was the first thing I learned. And after I learned that I was a Williams, I... I I started going on a journey of self-discovery, okay? Uh, six, seven, eight, I'll bring you in one second. I went on a journey of self-discovery. And in my journey of self-discovery, I started to discover me. And I realized that through discovering myself, I had to cut the umbilical cord myself because my mother would never do it. I had to cut the umbilical cord myself. And I did it at a young age because... I started to realize that the world is not what you think it is. Most people, you just don't. And I always talk about it. I talked about it yesterday, sight beyond sight. I, I had to see things for what they are, not what they could be. Hold on one second. I'll continue that one second. Let me bring this call in. Six seven eight. what's your question, brother? How can I help you? Blessings to you, brother. I, I, I wanted you to keep on expounding on what you were talking about, but – I, I just had a question, and I've never been able to, sure. for anybody to sure. answer this. Sure, I sure. wanted – there are th- – thank you, brother. I I wanted you to expound on the way that there are pimps in the game that talk about you need to have tools, you need to have things in order to get abroad. That versus the person who doesn't have any tools, no car, no house, busted up teeth, but has six, seven 
speak, there is like there's something that's not being said, and I'm on the side of not I carry myself correctly i you know finesse dress and caress, but I also know that I don't need the money flash cars and clothes in order to get that because okay. there's so much pressure being pushed on, oh, you need to look like this and you need to look like okay. that. And oh, I believe okay. one thing at a time. that okay, we're getting away time. from one that. So go okay. ahead. All right, yes, sir. Let's I'm go listening. one thing at a time. Okay. okay. The first thing yes, is sir. I don't, there's no pressure for a man because nobody's going to tell me what the fuck I should do. <laughs> unless I unless I'm at your job and I'm working for you, you can tell me whatever to do because I'm trying to get a check. But there, okay, what I'm saying is the reason why there's no pressure, and that's the first problem. All right, you said there's pressure from everybody else, and that's the first problem with a lot of guys. And I'm gonna talk about. I can't talk about tools. I'm not a pimp. I'm just an ex gigolo. I'm an ex whore. I never had women on the street bringing me money. Even though okay. I I dealt with a lot of strippers and a lot of rich women that paid me for my services, but I never was a you pimp. You had a so lot of women that I can't, loved you. Well, right, but I can't speak on pimps because I was never one. I'm just an ex-gigolo, but I can speak on that. But yeah, I can sir. talk about – well, I, I, don't, I don't call – okay, right. So I don't call them tools. I call them things that I create in my universe that keeps me me, Okay. Because the only way I can survive and stay about, be about me, is to create my world, which I live in. I'm, I'm moved and guided by my world, okay? So I'll give you examples, okay? I guess these would be, I won't call these tools, but these are things that I tell every man they need, okay? You, you want me to, mm-hmm. shall I tell you, are you ready for these, are you ready for these things? And if yes, you're watching sir. live, I can show you guys live. Okay, so yeah, you don't have to call me so I ain't that goddamn old. So the the first thing the first thing I had to create for myself was my scribe. I had to create somebody that can take dic- mental dictations and mental notes of the thoughts that I have and be able to store those things just like you store your alphabets and your numbers and stuff. I had to create a scribe. So every time I'm moving about, I always, my mind works. I'm always having a million thoughts sometimes. And I, and I scribe those thoughts. Mine okay. Too. So whatever the thought mm-hmm. is. Okay. Well, okay. So I scribe the thoughts. Okay. That's the first thing I scribe it. But now, but just because I scribe the thought doesn't mean that the thought actually is a thought that has value until I then created my own uh, royal, my own uh, senate, my own royal and, senate, where, where and that, I and pass that's the laws. action part. Well, yeah, it's yes, the action sir. part. Yes, they, these are the, they're the laws that I create for myself. Nobody else. I don't. I don't create for other people. It's the laws on how I live my life. And when I mm-hmm. create these laws, these are non-negotiable. I can't go away from these laws. Every law I create for myself is what I stand on because my laws are the things that drive me on who I am. So if I have a thought, same it's got to go through my my, my uh huh. Okay, you. all right. So as that happens, once laws become in effect, and there's a laws for everything I do in my life, 
even how I drive the car, to how I talk to women, to how I watch TV, to how I play my every every little like you're, nook you're and cranny on it, and you won't change. Never would change. That's only I can. Uh-huh. Only I can make the change for me. So while that's happening, okay. Mm-hmm. So once I lock that down, so then what I do mm-hmm. is I store all my laws in my mental library. Every in my mind, I've got libraries of laws that in that that I know how to talk to women. Law. I, everything, everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. I because I created this for me, so I create that. But at the same time. I also created uh, what I call a marketing team for me. How do I market okay. me, not only to me, but how do I market me to women? How do I market me yeah. to the job? How do I, 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 I yeah. have strategize, I strategize me. I, I, I spend time apply, doing this, but I also. Apply that to your target market. I'm with you, brother. Right, yes, exactly. So, so then mm-hmm. I also uh, created a culinary school. Now, that's not only to learn how to cook, but the culinary school that I have also is one to learn how to put flavor in a woman's eyes and flavor in a woman's ears, to be able to text, talk, and and be be a bad, smooth motherfucker. So I'm cooking up shit to make her smile, to make her blush, to make her think, to make her react, to make her laugh, to make her moan, to make to make her do that. I'm all doing that. But also, also, so the meat falls off the bone. <laughs> right, so it falls on the bones. So, the, uh, so the so the so the the other thing I've created is I've got two labs. I got a drug lab that I create the drug of me, okay, and I've got my own. Uh-huh. I, they, I'm, I come in the form of ecstasy pills, uh, uh, fucking mushrooms, cocaine, uh-huh. uh, crack rock. Uh, you know, I do take my own drug. I, I've admitted Birth that. If you, if you, yes, we sir. can go there. Yeah, yeah, right. But I also created my synthetic drug also. So I've got my drug lab. But also in another corner of my universe that I created, I've created my own amusement park, my sexual amusement park. That, you know what, when a woman gets an opportunity, I will take them on a ride. And I've got different amusement huh? rides. I've got roller coasters. I've got, I've got water rides. i got them all, right? Yes, sir. But also in oh, my, okay. but also, yeah, but also in my mind, I go to my art district where I learn how to create me, where I am adventurous, I am creative, and I've got an imagination, and I can put pen to pad or put a thought to a canvas and be able to express mm. myself. That's my motherfucking art district, okay? I've also so created... It, it I've also like cre- you have all industries that are... that exist... And me, Almost right? Every because it's right. That every, everyone, right? Everyone. Also, I, I, look, I'm a tour guide. I, I, I got a section in my thing of tour guiding me, not just to me, but whoever talks to me, to be able to yes, explain sir. me the best way. I got my own tour guide. I also have my board of directors, because I just uh-huh. I, I think things through. Level. I just don't do shit. Right, CEO level where I've got to bring it to my board and it's got to pass. If it doesn't pass, I ain't doing the shit. But also, mm-hmm. I've got my gym in my mind where I'm constantly working on me. I'm lifting mental weights for me, okay, growing me to be strong. Yes, sir. My body, uh-huh. all that shit. So, but also, I have my motherfucking studio 
where I mix down the flavor, mix down the drugs, mix down the marketing, where when I get my studio, I got a, a 48-track studio where I, hey, I, I control how I talk. I control how much flavor I put in. I control me. And then at the tail end of the motherfucking day, brother, okay, so before I go to bed, the day, one more thing. A woman done ran a Boston thing. Marathon dealing with you. Well, no, it's not done because at the end of the day, I look at the film. I assess my day. What have I done right versus what have I done wrong? And I oh, don't yeah. look at the wrongs because I don't lose. I learn. I look at the wins because I'm so fucking arrogant. I know I should have done it better. I should have done it faster. So I'm never satisfied with winning. I don't mind learning because I don't lose. I don't mind learning, but I'm never satisfied mm-hmm. with winning because I know I could have done it better. So what I'm saying to you is that that's how I operate my mind because I make it all about me, 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 I, 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 my, my, my. That's all I make it about. And that's what attracts the women. And people don't understand that. That's where you win. See, the thing, mm-hmm. the thing that you win, okay, the, the, way that, the reason and way that you win is that you're not making it about the woman. See, as soon as you make it about yeah. women, you begin to unfortunately worship women un- unintentionally. You don't realize you're doing it, it but you begin to worship all women. Other squares do. Well, well, I'm a, okay. I'm not. A, I'm a square. But oh no, no, no! Right. I wouldn't say well, that. Isn't that what all the other men do? And you separate yourself well, by being a one percenter. Well, I'm I'm the only percenter. Listen. Based off yes, of sir. your fingerprint, there is nobody in this world like you. So you're 0.1 or 0.0000. I mean, you are the only one of your kind. 0.0. Yes. You are really point. There is no motherfucking person like you based off your fingerprint. Nobody. Yes, sir. You're so if that if that's the case, why not learn my own language? Why not learn how I operate versus learning what someone tells me to do? And if I learn how I operate as a motherfucking man, then I will be what is called an original. You see what I'm saying? An ori- a w- women have never met me before. So, but here's the thing that's so beautiful. Even though she's acting up, and even though she's got an attitude and all this shit that they come in when you meet them, I train them on how I expect them to be with me. And if they're not trainable, I'm moving the fuck on. Because I've got other motherfuckers waiting in line, brother. You see what I'm saying? And you're the prize. I've always been the prize. Look, her. in the ra- in the ra- in okay. the race of ten people, in the race of ten people, I'm first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteen. It is only me racing against yeah. me. So I'm going yeah. to win because I'm okay. all about me. I am never now, out there. Listen, I, I what's up? What's up, brother? Now, now let me say. Now, with that, what do you say if you inhabit those qualities? If you have those qualities, and a woman says that you have too much game for me, because I've had that. Uh, I've had women say that well, to me. Well, well, yeah, okay. Well, let me show you. I mean, guys, y'all watching and live. And I don't this feel like it's a bad thing. I take it as a compliment. No, 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 no,
No, no. Here's here's the thing, brother. Here's the thing, and this is what a lot of guys don't understand when they have game. Let me pull it up and show the guys that's new to this. Let me show you some game. Let me find that shit. But what I'm saying is when you learn what I'm showing you, okay, and I'm going to show you mm-hmm. guys live because this is not me. Hold on, let me answer. All right, wait, let me let me take this off. And the guy asking the question, I got you one. Well, I'll answer that question in a second. But what I want to show you is you're watching live. And this is from a beautiful-ass woman. This is a beautiful black woman right here. This is not mine. This is some, one of my clients. But this woman has a roster of over 20,000 motherfucking guys that she can fuck with. Twenty Over 20,000. Mm-hmm. She got with my client, and she realized he was about that life that I'm telling you. The first thing mm-hmm. that she said to him after he started hitting her up with that motherfucking flavor, she told him, mm-hmm. I think you're out of my league. You're out of my yeah. league. And that's I've, heard, I've, heard, that's that, I've heard that one before, sir. Right. Yes, right, right, exactly, exactly. So, so when they say when they say whatever they a woman is allowed to say whatever the fuck she wants to say. You see what I'm saying? You right. But I don't give a fuck what she's saying because you know what she's allowed. Listen, everybody's a caller. Everybody's allowed to have thought. A woman's allowed to have a belief system. She's allowed to think. She's allowed to say whatever she fuck she wants to say. But she must understand that if she is not trainable. And she is bringing problems to my world. She's gone. I am quick to get rid of women fast. I'm quick to walk yep. the fuck away because there are too many women out here that will cooperate. Lucario's word versus who won't. So I don't play all that. You can feel. Listen, she can. A woman can feel what she wants, but they're gonna know from the get go that look, you're not the only one. And I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. with you, too. You're not. I would be, if you met a motherfucker like me, a woman met a motherfucker like me, and I told her I wouldn't see anybody, she know I'd be lying to her ass. I'm so I, motherfucker I her, about I, me. I have, and I like many women. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, look, I love women. And you know what? Yes. You're not the only one. And accept it. And I, listen, here's the beautiful thing. You can accept mm-hmm. it or you don't. That's cool, but. The beautiful thing about what Regardless. I am is that I'm so intriguing that they will accept it, and I'm not mad. I'm not, there's no judgment here. You you accept me. Matter of fact, I give them a. a, 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 a I'm always giving them great deals. Ha, go out and date whoever you want to. You want to go to dinner with them? Uh-huh. Go and do it. Have a great time. Oh, I'm good. I'm the only one that said that. Right. Yeah. So I give them I give them deals they can't refuse. So I, I, I'm good in that. So, but if they're, they're not the happy, then. <laughs> Well, I'm not, I'm just no, I'm not a golf. I'm just me. I'm not. No, I'm not nobody but me. Right, <laughs> right. With mm-hmm. the golf, yeah, I give them an offer they can't refuse. And, and that's yeah. listen. A, a, a little bit of me will outweigh being with a boring him. So she must make the decision. Do right, yeah. right. Do I do I just want to be with a bunch a of boring bit of ass will guys? Outweigh a lot of. Bit- of them it will always it will always <laughs> outweigh because i know me and i know women and i know what to do with women so i don't i never lose i, I i'm always winning i'm always winning but any other questions you got brother any other questions you have okay so so basically to the conclusion of the concept is to keep on staying focused on who I am as a one percenter and don't worry about how 
the next man did it because they can't do it like I did it. Yeah, it's okay. The thing is, it's none of my business. That, that's right. I can't. Or, I don't or have don't time. Even oh, you're saying don't even entertain well, I, I, it. I can't even. I, well, here's the problem. Here, here's my selfishness. If I take a mm-hmm. little bit of my time to entertain what another motherfucker thinks, that means I'm being unfaithful and disloyal to me. Why would I take time away from me to worry about somebody who isn't me? Uh, you see what I'm saying? If you can. The- because I'm trying to find the balance between learning from a baby and accepting wisdom from elders versus well, going you, you, on. You got to learn from older I ones. Cause babies, yeah. Well, babies can't teach you but to be babies because they have never right. Babies can't teach. See, the problem is a lot of motherfuckers follow young kids whose nuts haven't even dropped from their fucking stomach, who don't even know life or the game. So they only oh, no, talking I, about what they perceive. I, no, I'm just saying, not you, but I'm saying people out there. So. I'm talking about being right. humble. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. You, 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 like, I just, I can only speak for me. I try to teach yes, men balance, knowledge of women, knowledge of dating, knowledge of self, and knowledge of sex. That is the balance, balance that you must have. You got to yes, have sir. that balance because if you're because if you put more in one, you're going to teeter and rock the boat. So we want balance, and the problem is a lot of young men don't know the balance. They too they don't know themselves. They damn sure don't understand women, and because they don't know women, they don't understand dating, and because they don't know those two, they're not really getting any pussy enough to understand sex. Because sex yes, is sir. not the physical with women. It's not. It, they, they all they think it, women the are like emotion, us and they're, they're not emotional. right it's the emotions exactly it's yeah. the emotional mm-hmm. connection you have absolutely absolutely okay so any yes, other questions sir. brother i can answer no, no sir you you did i was glad that just chop it up would you hear somebody else's perspective and you you said everything that I needed to hear. So I appreciate you taking that time you, you keep on blessing yeah. everybody with your knowledge, wisdom, and your understanding and clarifying everything that everybody out here doesn't understand completely. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. We'll throw you back in. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, uh, Mr. Harris, now we've got 22 seconds to go if y'all want to call in because we still answer questions. I've got to give y'all solutions, so don't hang up. But, Mr. Harris, do you see what I'm saying, sir? Yes, sir. How can I be depressed? How can I, you, hey, you know, listen, you know where, okay, you know, I, I, I always tell guys it's okay to be emotional, but not have emotions. You know what makes me emotional, brother? You want to be honest with you? You know what makes me emotional? I'm listening. You want to know the few things that make me emotional? When my Dallas Cowboys lose, I fucking can't stand that shit. I ain't saying anything about a woman of people. Can't stand that shit. When I play my video games and shit, and I either lose, get killed in Call of Duty, or I can't score a touchdown in Madden, or I lose my leagues and my money leagues. I bet, you know, I bet on, uh, I bet on uh, Madden and shit like that. I used to bet on paper football. <laughs> I've always bet money because I, because I believe in me enough that I always bet on myself. And I don't win all the time, but I, I learned right. So what I, what I'm saying to you is that this is a great fun ride, man. There's nothing exciting 
like learning yourself because nobody else will know you the way you know yourself. And most women who are fucking insecure, and I'm talking about the prettier they are, the more insecure they are. It's the fat, ugly ones that have the fucking confidence. It's not the pretty ones. It's always the ugly ones. And there's uh-huh. so many, man, there's so many beautiful women out there right now. Where, uh, where are we at? What's today's date? I lost track of time. What's today's date? Today is, uh, oh, Sunday. Shit, the wrestling. Damn, I'm missing the pay-per-view. Uh, the, the, there's a lot of motherfuckers. I got to get there. Fuck, I'm missing the wrestling pay-per-view. See, I'm a big-ass kid. I'm missing in hell in the cell. I got to go back and watch that shit. But there's a lot of women, even on Sunday. You you watch uh, show? You ever watch The Shy uh, 225 on Showtime? No, sir. I don't know. Oh, Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you need to, you, I'm talking about The Shy with that mayor, that brother, Doty or forgot his name. That motherfucker's all man. But what I'm saying is this. I'm saying is, is that my life is created for me. And a woman is going to trust me more because I am a rock. I'm never going to falter. I'm never going to sway. And I'm never going to fall off. I have my compass. I am the current. And I am always going to go against my current and not with my current because I'm never satisfied. Does that make any sense? Right. I got you. Okay, so let me ask a few, a few questions on a second. One guy asked, uh, as a gigolo, do you have to be a male stripper? No, fuck no. I didn't have no body. Hell no. I, I Listen, I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't have a body. I, I, I wasn't cock diesel and chiseled and shit like that. No, fuck no. Brother, when a woman is mentally connected to you, they don't give a fuck. Your services are not technically sex. Your services are giving them things that average husbands and boyfriends don't do. A lot of women want to be held. A lot of women want to just just be uh, talk, uh, someone look them in their eyes. Some women, I, I, I can say, I've, I learned from a, a long time ago, most guys don't even kiss women on the hand anymore. I mean, they don't do that kind of shit. So you get paid for the simple things that most guys don't do. So it's a beautiful thing, but... You don't have to. I, I tell you guys, everybody listen to me right now. I always tell you guys this. I tell you guys uh, in July, next, next month, you guys should go to the art district in, in whatever city you're in, go to the university, go to the art district, and ask the, and look for the nude modeling, man. Do you understand how much pussy you're going to get by taking off your clothes? Remember, guys, art is about shapes. So it doesn't matter what shape you are. It, do you have the balls to drop trunk and stand in the middle while women, unfortunately going to be some guys and shit, but while women draw your naked body, paint your naked body, or sculpt your naked body. But what you guys don't understand, a lot of rich women who have nothing better to do, they go to these exhibits. See, one thing they used to do for us, and they still even do this to this day, is that a lot of women, let me put this question out there, a lot of women look for guys like that. Guys, okay, if you've ever seen a movie, have you ever seen a movie called The Losers, uh, Caller? I heard of it. Okay, well, let me tell you about that movie. So in that movie, the guy, now the guy did it. The guy had lifelike women statues, okay? They were just standing there Mm -hmm. posing and shit. But there are women nowadays when they have women get-togethers. Now this is just like this is like six-figure, seven-figure type women and shit that like are 
pillars of the community. They go to charity organizations. But these motherfuckers are just as nasty and dirty. And what they do is is they will go to uh, places like this to find guys that can stand naked and hold up a tray while women grab fucking hors d'oeuvres and play with their balls and shit while they have um, Mary Kay parties, makeup parties, dildo parties, and things like that. I mean, that's just how it is, man. So there are a lot. See, a lot of you guys don't know the world outside of your door. There is a world out there where there's a lot of freaky, nasty-ass women that that will pay for your services. It's a world out there. So you don't need to have a chiseled body. You just got to know, you got to know the number one rule. You can't put business out on the street. Whatever you do with your client, you can't discuss with anybody. Can't do it. You do that, you kill yourself from the whole, uh, the circle of sex, orgies, threesomes, having guys uh, watch you while you fuck their wives and shit. It's a great life, man. It's the best life ever, man. And the best thing about it is, you guys are about to hit a whirlwind coming up soon. This COVID shit's letting them up, letting up. So what's going to happen? Let me ask you a question, caller. What if you're at a club, okay? Let's say you go to a club, you're at a club, and a, a guy walks up to you and starts talking to you. What are you going to do? I'm going to introduce myself. And I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to say, how you doing? Why are you going to talk to him? My name is. But why? Why? But why are you going to talk to him? Why, but why are you going to talk to him? Because I want to know why he at my club. No, no, no. You're not, you're, you're not, it's not your club. You just, you're going in there to dance and drink. You're, it's not your club. You're going to the club. You're hanging out. You just, oh. you're just at the bar. You're just at the mm-hmm. bar you're having a drink and some, some guy walks up to you. What are you going to do? And he's just talking to you. What are you going to do? I, to be honest, I might look at him crazy, but. I agree. Tell them who mm-hmm. I am. It depends on what you're talking about. Well, well, and, and no, and your answer, no, but no. Listen, I'm telling you, your answer is probably what 99 guy, 99 percent of the guys would do. You'd be like, "What the fuck are you? And what the fuck do you want?" I'm not gay, you know. I'm not, not nothing about gay, babe. I'm just saying, right, you know what right. I mean. You're not, like, dude. I don't like. Right. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have a different position. Right. But always remember, the game is about sight beyond sight. What you mm-hmm. see is what is not really there. It's a it's it's something that's happening beyond that point. See, mm-hmm. what you gotta understand the the rule of the game when it comes to fucking another man's wife. The wife picks you out from the crowd. The husband's gotta vet you, so he comes up mm-hmm. to you at the bar to talk to you to see. Okay, does he win my approval first? Once you win his approval, that's when he says, hey, you know what? I got a table over there. My wife, would you like to come and join us? Go over to Mm -hmm. the table. So then the two of them begin to talk to you for a few minutes. Once the wife feels a little comfortable, she'll give the husband a signal, and he'll be like, oh, I'll be back. I'll get us some more beers and some more drinks. He goes away because he wants to – now at this point, the woman has to have a one-on with you to see if she feels safe with you. Now she feels safe with you when the husband comes back. She'll either tap him. She, they have a signal. They either, she'll either tap him from the bot, tap him at his foot, or grab the glass a certain way to give him a signal to say, okay, you know what? I got an idea. We got a room. Why don't we take this party somewhere else? You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
Well, you got to, yeah. that's like beyond sight. That's the guy. See, most motherfuckers don't even know. That shit's about to go down as well because the club's about to open up. Oh, my God. It's right. about to be a madhouse. Oh, my God. It's about to be crazy. But you just got to see the game for what it is. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying it's going okay. to everybody, but what I'm what I'm saying, but I got to get to the, I got to answer y'all thing, uh, y'all questions and stuff. The lines are down. I'm sorry. The lines are down. So if y'all got questions, ask any questions you want. Uh, but I, I want to help you guys. But are you understanding where we're coming from now? You I understand you. where we're coming from now? As far yeah, as, as, as far as not being depressed? Yeah, I got you. Okay. So what I'm saying is, number one, I already told you guys, the first thing you got to do is figure out who you are, Okay. So what I figured out for me was not who I am. It was what I wasn't. It, I, I knew who I was, but at uh-huh. nine years old, I didn't know what I, what I needed to know. And when I got with my mentor, I, I had no idea how deep the game, the game is. What you think is game is not, it, it, it's layers to this shit. It's levels and layers and all that shit. So, what I had to do was I had to learn the instruments, meaning I had to learn the different kind of women out there. I had to study women. I had to learn. Now, it wasn't to learn them to, to learn them. I had to learn them for myself because whenever I'm in a situation, I had to be able to make the adjustments on the fly. So if I'm, let's say, let me just say, if I'm a techno guy, right, let's say I'm house. I'm a house guy, uh-huh. right? If I run into an R&B woman, I've got to know the R&B woman. I've got to know, I've got to know how they move, how they think, because they move different than the classical chick or the, or the theater chick. Those are the ones that are rich. Those are the ones that go to the operas and shit, museums and uh, wine-tasting events and uh, painting uh, displays and shit like that. I had to be different from those, and from those to the country and western, from the country and western to the alternative, the blues, the jazz, the pop, the rock, the golf, the metal. So every woman I would learn was like music, so I had to learn the music. (laughs) Not only learn the music, I had to learn the instruments because I had to be able to learn women, but I had to learn myself through that, okay? Because it wasn't what I was, it's what I wasn't because what I was doing was I was adding to my motherfucking uh, kingdom. I was adding to myself, okay? But the next thing I had to do, and it's the second thing I always say for you guys, is that what is at the end of the day for all you guys? What do you want to be known for? What is it that when people talk about you, what do you want to be known for? And the one thing I didn't want to be known for I don't want to be known for being nice, kind, sweet, gentle, caring, thoughtful, and understanding. Fuck that. That's, man, that's friend zone shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be known for being an asshole, a jerk. You know, you know who my favorite person is, though, in the world when I was young? Who do you think my favorite person was to watch on TV? I'm not sure. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. Love that motherfucker. Christmas Carol is like my favorite show. Card I watch every from Mickey Mouse Christmas. Any Christmas Carol that they drop in December, I watch them all. I don't like the end. I love Ebenezer because you want to know why? 
he didn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. And he got respect. He didn't give a fuck. He was all about himself. He was always about himself. He wasn't trying to go out there to please people. He wasn't out there trying to kiss anybody's ass. He's like, I am what the fuck I am. If you don't like me, I don't give a fuck because you don't, you don't define me. But you guys right. have to ask yourselves, what do you want to be known for? Now, for me, I'm not, I want, for me, when, I, when I'm lucky enough to die, I don't want to be buried on this planet. I've been looking at places where they shoot your, uh, your, 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 uh, your DNA and shit your, in space. I want to be shot because I know there's shit out there. I, maybe some blue planet bitch is going to bring me back to life. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what the fuck is out there, but I don't want to be here. So I, I, but I'm asking you guys, what do you want to be known for? You got to know this. Nobody should answer this question but you guys, okay? You guys got to do that, okay? Uh, wait a second. What movies uh, do you suggest that would give me insight on how the game really is? Well, uh, I'll give you one that I don't even talk about. Look up No No Country for Old Men. Look up No Country for Old Men. Reason why I tell you that is because the bad guy in that motherfucker, Anton Chigurh, is one of the baddest bad guys in the motherfucking realm of bad guys. Because he had a job to do, and he kept doing it. He was a no-nonsense, didn't put up with anything motherfucker. And if you met him and you, and you lived, it was a miracle. Because he wiped motherfuckers out. He was all about his motherfucking job. But, and I'm not teaching y'all to be murderers and killers and shit. What I'm saying to y'all guys listening, I'm saying that uh, Bridges of Madison County, I always tell you about Clint Eastwood. Because you're going to run into a lot of women that are in boring relationships, and you can woo them in a day or whatever. It's beautiful. Tell you to watch Purple Rain, because I want to show you that it's not about the boots. It's not about the music. It's about the words and the motherfucker that is so goddamn cold that he can look at a guitar in the display, and the motherfucking chick buy that shit for him. Got to see the why. I always t- I love like John Wick. I love um, I love man movies. There's a lot of man movies, but what I'm saying is this: it's not really an insight on the game because see, most of y'all don't understand the game. The number one thing about the game uh, is that the game will never be about women. They're just a perk. They're not special. I, I don't know when they became special, but they're not special to a man until I say she's special to me. Okay? The Joker, no, Joker's not my favorite villain. No, I don't fuck with the Joker. I don't fuck with the Joker. Juice, you got a text message? Um, uh, I'm not off work till 4. So, Juice, come on, brother. If she's not off till 4 o'clock, then tell her to go home, get some rest, and I'll see you in the morning. I mean, you know, or when you get off work, the door will be open. Come on over, come over, have some rest, and we'll get it in. I mean, come on, this is, this, is, this is a no-brainer, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying for you guys, most of you guys just don't know or understand uh, a no-tolerance motherfucker. You see him sometimes, even on TV, Simon Cow. Remember that, uh, that show? What was that show, American Idol? Everybody, hey, they, they thought Simon was an asshole. You want to know why? 
because Simon didn't give a fuck about people. He told you like it is. But who did they care about the most? They didn't give a fuck about Paul and Randy, what those motherfuckers were saying. They were doing everything to please Simon because Simon was as real as it gets. There's another asshole. If you watch Shark Tank, his name is Mr. Wonderful. Another motherfucking asshole. Yeah, there you go. Y'all give me what Jeremy wanted. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, tons of, tons of these things, man. Gordon Ramsay, another asshole. No nonsense tell you like it is. And and they're not assholes. They're nice guys. But the reason they get the name asshole is because they don't put up with bullshit. Most of you guys put up with women because most of you guys don't know your name. You don't have to put up with these women like that. You don't have to deal with all that shit you're dealing with. But the only way you're going to get out of that is by asking yourself the next thing. Not only being determined what you're known for, but you guys have to ask yourself, okay, you got to define your audience, okay? Because, see, here's the thing. The biggest problem that y'all have is your audience is that you guys are always going for the low-hanging fruit audience. You're always going for the easy sex audience. You're always going from the bottom of the barrel audience. Why would you do that for yourselves? You're fucking gods. You're kings. You're men. You're, you're fucking deities. You're the, you're the shit. Why would, why would someone uh, set, uh, with such high stature, right, why would he go down and mess with something that can't even cut his goddamn grass? You've got to determine your audience, and as a man, my audience is sexy-ass women. <laughs> look, guys, I promise you, when you go for enough sexy women, they're just regular women. They just look good. But they got to look good to you. You can't define your audience for somebody else. You can't allow someone else to define what you like. Listen, as your own man, you like what you like. But if you feel that you have to justify yourself, to anybody, then you're not in the game. You shouldn't have to define yourself to your mother or your dad, your sisters, or your siblings. You shouldn't have to define yourself to your friends. You know what? If you don't like the lifestyle that I'm living, fuck you. I don't need you in my life, and I'm not going to do this. I am not doing that Beverly Hills 90210 Seinfeld Martin How I Met Your Mother type shit. I will never hang out with women. Fuck you. If you want to hang out with the food, go right along. I'm never doing it. I will never do it. Man, let me give you all one, man. Let me tell you all a story. Let me tell you a story, Mr. Harris, what happened one time. I got some easy pussy one time by just because I stood on my own principle. Because I stood uh-huh. on my own principle. My motherfucking, some of my ex-friends, y'all mean, they, they thought that, you know what, we go hang out with the women and shit. Because if we hang out with the women, we're going we're gonna to be able to have sex faster and shit. I'm like, fuck that. I'm, I've never, brother, I've never had a female friend. I don't do female friends. That's the thing about it. I don't do female friends. But what intrigues women is that when I tell them I don't do female friends, it intrigues them because they're wondering, well, why don't you do female friends? Why the fuck, and this is how I got to put it, why the fuck would I be friends with someone I'm trying to get at? Oh, well, you didn't tell me that you were attracted to me. I didn't say I was attracted to you. I'm saying that if I had a chance to hang out with you as a friend, I ain't doing that shit. 
especially when I want to put your face in the pillow, your ass up in the air. Why the fuck do I want to hang out with you and hang out and do what? What? Talk about TV shows and shit? Talk about the grass? What the fuck are we going to the fuck are we going to discuss? I'm not your friend. The reason why I have guy friends is because I'm not attracted to guys. So that's why they're my friends. But if there is a pinch of attraction to a woman, we can't be friends. And her being shocked and hearing that shit, you know what the fuck she said? Oh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to change you. All right, don't, all right, it's on you. It's on you. It's on you. <laughs> And you know what I always do, Mr. Harris? I always tell him about Camp Crystal. I always give him a, tell him about Camp Crystal Lake. What do you know about Camp Crystal Lake? You know about Friday Thirteenth? No, I don't know nothing about that. Okay, well, Camp Crystal Lake is where a fucking murderous hockey mask wielding killer was, right? Camp Crystal Lake. So what I do is. Have you ever met somebody that was so cold in the game that he warned women not to fuck with him? <laughs> Have you ever met someone like that? But that's me. Yeah. I always tell him, look, you don't know what you're fucking with. Listen, I'm telling you right now, you better go right now. You head on to the heels. Because if you think that you're going to flip me, you ain't fucking with the wrong guy. You're going to get hooked on this motherfuckingism. You're going to get hooked on this. Ah, and you know what they say? <laughs> I hear guys say that all the time. And they're normally getting hooked on me. All right, shoot, cool, cool. Uh She tried it. She got some of that dopamine, and she got fucking hooked on that shit. See what I'm saying? Uh What I'm saying to what I'm saying is this: I'm trying to get rid of you. I don't need you. I'm trying to get rid of you, so I'm giving you an out. Because I'm not, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm not taking you out to dinner. I'm not going to buy you a drink. And if I take you for a drink, it's going to be tea. Or or cocoa or something like that. I'm not spending a lot of money on you. Yeah, you know what? A woman can say, well, that's cheap. Well, yep, you're absolutely right. But you guess what? She keep fucking with me. Guess what? She's going to understand why I don't take women out for cocoa and shit like that because I don't stand on dinners and drinks. That's not, I don't stand on that shit. I always stand on me. And that's why I will always choose me first before I need to take anybody anywhere, because no matter where I go, I'm a fun time. I know how to make a woman lose time. I know how to make a woman feel sexy. I know how a woman makes feel things that she's never felt before. Just, hey, look, I don't need anything. I don't need to do that Netflix and chill shit because I know me, okay? So the uh-huh. next thing I'm saying is the, the next rule that you got to learn here is that you got to understand what you do. you got to... You've got to map out you to learn and study you. You guys don't even check, – check this out, Mr. Harris. I'm not knocking you. I'm just giving you, giving you some game. You don't even – Mr. Harris, when is the last time that you said to yourself – and you can say never because I'm sure it's going to be a never because I'm sure it is. When is the last time that you broke down – how you would kiss a woman if you had one in front of you. When is the last time you did that? Never. Never, right? right. Well, I'm doing it I'm doing it all the time. Because I teach my students to rehearse their life. 
You want to know what makes the best actors the best actors? They rehearse their scripts so well that the way they speak is as if they didn't wasn't even reading the script at all, right? But I rehearse everything. I rehearse how I approach a woman. I rehearse what I say. I, I rehearse my like your your apartment. You have an apartment and house. What 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 is your house like? You have an apartment or house? I have an apartment. Okay, when is the last time you you did sound checks and rehearsed your apartment? You're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, what does yeah, that mean, right? You're probably like, what, what you, right? Yeah. What you mean? You you don't you guys don't even take a moment to do a walkthrough. All right, think about. All right, what's your what's your favorite musicians? Who's your favorite musician? Who do you listen to? I like. I like Eminem, I like Pac, and I like, um, that's it, really, most of them, too. Okay. Do you understand, before they before they perform on stage, what do they do before they, when they come to an arena, what do they do? They practice, they run. Before they perform. They practice, right? Because guess what? They gotta they gotta do the sound check right. They gotta make sure the music is right, right? They gotta make sure the music is perfectly and hitting all this the, the whole entire venue, right? They gotta make sure that everything that they do is perfect. So they rehearse everything, right? They already rehearse, but when they get to the venue, they gotta rehearse that because the acoustics of the buildings are different, right? 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 Okay. Why don't you rehearse? your motherfucking apartment. And what I'm saying is, is that I need to rehearse it in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. Because those are three different times I can have women over. So the first rehearsal is when I open the door. I got to open the door and walk in there, take a step, then go back and close it. Why do you think I'm doing that? You From your rehearsal. But why am I doing it, though? What is the purpose of doing that? I'm not sure. The purpose is, to follow Pete Game, the purpose is is that I'm trying to get a point of view of what she's going to see when she walks into my crib. Uh I got to rehearse it so I know what she's going to see when she walks in. So are my nude paintings perfectly over that way? Is, is is all the furniture lined up the way I wanted to? And especially the evening and night is most important because I got to make sure that my lighting is correct. I got to make sure the music is perfect. The music is, and, and, and it's not the music that's when I'm standing up. Have you ever heard a motherfucker tell you to lay on your back? Lay on your back in the living room? Lay on your back in the in the dining room? Lay on your back in the kitchen? Lay on your lay on the bed and listen to the music. That's how uh-huh. deep the game is. That's how deep the game is. But nobody thinks about that shit because what you see I'm doing. I'm still making it about me, right? I'm not necessarily making it about the woman. I'm making it where guess what? The way I approach her, the way I text, the way I talk, everything's gonna be fucking flow. And she will understand why I'm so fucking arrogant on the front end when she comes through my motherfucking crib. 
because I rehearse everything that I do. I have to make sure the music is right. I got to rehearse the wine being above my bed. I've got to rehearse having that easel in my living room. I got to rehearse the lights. And when I'm saying rehearse, I've got to have my phone. I have my, I have my fucking phone. And I've got to, I've got to be able to rehearse texting, rehearse voice message, rehearse video where I am clear, concise, and transparent, and I'm not just an average motherfucker. I'm not average, right? And because I'm not uh-huh. average, this is why I get a lot of women, because I'm not average. I'm, no, I'm not you guys. I'm me. But I'm saying you can be like this. You don't have to be me. I don't want you to be me. I'm saying that uh-huh. think, about, think about how dangerous you can be when you work on yourself. I'm not, I don't want, that's why I'm telling you, I don't want you to be a pity party. This is not about pity parties. This is not about Uh poor me. This is not about the world is against me because I don't give a fuck about the world. I don't. Okay. Um, How do you revert? Okay. Let me get to the question. Oh, wait. How do you rehearse? Oh, wait, where's that? Any question? How do you rehearse a voice message? By asking yourself. Okay. Remember, most of y'all are new. So let me, it's deep. It's layers of this. The only way you can rehearse a voice message is by having it already stored in your memory banks. You guys, and I always tell you guys, y'all are not stupid. It's, it, for a lot of you guys, y'all say y'all can't return it and retain information, but shit, you can count from one to ten, forwards and backwards. You know your ABCs and shit like that. This is no different. But the only difference is, is that I've got a storage, a long storage of just making her blush, a fucking million things that make her blush, storage to make her smile. i got a storage to make her think, make her react, make her laugh, make her moan. I have different storages, and all I do is access the information that I want to pull out and cook it up, okay? Think about what I'm saying. This goes back to the culinary school, right? I can, I'll take two pinches of a laugh, two pinches of a shake of smiling, a little bit of blush, and I'll conjure that motherfucker up. And then when I'm spitting that motherfucking flavor on her, I'm going to make her think about me because I created this. That's what I'm saying. I created my world specifically for me, and every one of you guys can do the exact same when you have somebody to show you how to do it. I, all I'm doing is just marketing me to me and then doing it to them. But see, that's how. But see, how you reverse, reverse a voice message is, you 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 gotta you gotta be prepared for this. Okay. What is she saying to me? But the question you gotta ask yourself is, what do I want to say in return? But you have to be fucking careful, like I told you guys before, because you're playing tennis. You see, most guys out there, this is where they fuck up on the return serve. Return serve, they're either begging or kissing their ass. They return serve by either walking on eggshells. They return serve by beating around the bush. And that's why they lose all the time because they're not trying to position themselves. Gentlemen, I am the only one that tells you about position, man. It is the one quintessential thing that y'all need to learn and understand. Yeah, I, I, I say it a million times to y'all guys, and y'all brand new, I say it to you too. Do the do the uh, the dresses, purses, and shoes take women out to dates? Uh, Mr. Harris, do they? Have you ever seen a dress take a woman out on a date? 
I can't hear you. Have you ever seen a dress, a purse, or a shoe, uh-huh. or makeup take a woman out on a date? Tell me why. Wait, I have because I said. Nah, oh. you right. Nah, I said I tried to throw you off, y'all, and you just guessing. Can a dress no, take a woman? Think of a dress. A dress. No, 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 a, no, no. A dress, a dress, a dress can't take a woman out of drink. A, a dress can't take a woman out on a date. Right. So if a dress, a purse, and a shoe can't take a woman out on a date, what? Now here's the million dollar question. Then why do women bend over backwards to purchase those things? Why do they invest in something that's not even taking their asses out? What do you think that one thing is? Just think for this is how deep the game is. This is why you don't have to do this shit. Think about what I'm saying, Mr. Harris. The dress is right there in display. It doesn't move. It doesn't talk. It doesn't take her out. But why does the woman have to have it? Nine times out of ten. Why do you think that? I guess she's just trying to get a free meal. No, I'm saying no. It's because they do the one thing that the average guy can't do. And that is take away her insecurity, son. Come on, brother. Oh, oh <laughs> Think yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. You're right, you're right, you're right. They buy the, the shit. Right, because yeah. it, they think it's going to take away their insecurity. Hmm. And, and what, you guys don't, what you guys don't understand is that there are different levels to what women do to a dress. Some women will see the dress and walk past the dress. Some hmm. women will see the dress and say, wow, that's a pretty dress. Hmm, maybe I'll check later. And they'll walk away. Someone will see the dress and say, damn, I wonder how much it costs, and they will go in the store to check the, the, the price of the dress, and they may walk away. Someone will see the dress and say, well, is that dress in my size? And go and see, and if it is or it is, they'll walk away. Someone will see the dress as the price, as the size, go in there, take the dress, and go in front of the mirror and put the dress in front of themselves and then either say, well, maybe right now or maybe later, hang it up and go away. And then some women would do all those things, grab the dress and go in the fitting room. Why do you think women fitting rooms have four fucking mirrors all around it? Because what is she doing? She's checking it to her stomach. She's checking it to her breast. She's checking it to how it looks behind her ass. She's looking at how other men... She's checking out, and when she feels that that motherfucking dress, who didn't even take her out on a, a motherfucking date at all, at all, she invests in that motherfucking dress because it takes away something that a man can take away also without spending any money because a man that knows himself take away the insecurities of a woman just like the dress, the purse, the shoes, and the makeup. Where guess what? She invests herself into that man because unlike other guys, 
they can't make that they those other guys can't make her feel like you're saying first down they can't make her feel like the way a man can does that make any sense mm-hmm. i got you so what i'm saying is but see that's when you learn self that's what i'm trying to get you guys to see see you can't be and display yourself to a woman who has foul think about this let's look at the average fucking woman let's say a, 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 a let's say below average, like a 4 okay i'm just saying a 4 okay a woman that's a 4 she's got thousands of motherfuckers after her so what do you think a 10 a 9 a 8 a 7 have or a 6 they have fucking damn near hundreds of thousands won't say millions but hundreds of thousands right after them all the time so she's asking herself this. I've got all these guys that want to fuck me, but the problem is all they want to do is fuck me. Mm-hmm. And I wish they just took some time to what, ready? Get to know a little bit about me so then I can make a better determination to see if what. See, women don't want to feel like they're just pieces of meat, right? Right. They don't want to feel that way, right? But right. what happens? Okay, but how does a guy that want to fuck show a woman that he wants to fuck? And she doesn't even have to. Hey, look, as soon as he opens his mouth, she knows he wants to fuck. You want to know why? Because motherfuckers that want to fuck, what they going to do? Hey, baby. Yo, mama. What's up, girl? Yo. I'm sorry? He's being thirsty. Right. They're being, they're, because they're worshiping women, right? But these guys, you got to remember, they're not clear. They're not concise. They're not transparent. They're not impactful. They have nothing to say, and they practice, meaning they throw shit up against the wall, hoping something sticks. But what are you doing? Uh, How's your day going? They ask all these interviewing questions, and it automatically shows the woman that you can't get this pussy. But it also shows the woman that she can get and get you for your money. See, most guys, and, and, and understand this, Mr. Harris, and this is back to yourself, but most guys are so focused on pussy that they don't understand there's a chain lock called her fucking belief system that's going to lock you out of the pussy. You ain't, hey, you want pussy? You ever wonder, guys, you want pussy? You ever wonder why they ain't getting pussy from the woman? Because yeah. <laughs> they make it all about pussy uh-huh. versus making it about themselves. Remember how much how much does a dress cost to make? Tell what do you think? How much you how much you think a dress costs to make? Not much. Probably. It's not much at all to make. They sell it to make a few a few dollars a few dollars right a few a few dollars just like a pair of shoes a few dollars right right. Right. So why do they have so much value? Why can a regular, how does a regular $2 dress can be marked up for thousands of dollars? Or, or a piece of glass in Africa, a piece of glass in Africa that they call diamonds that are worthless, that they can mark up for thousands of dollars. Why is that? Because they put too much value on it. something that's going to no, fade it away. With, no, because they're with no. 
because they're withheld from the market. Who want what people can't get, dog? That's been always the rule of the game, man. Women don't want what they can have. They want what they want shit that other women don't have, so they can what throw their fucking shit in other women's faces, so that makes the other woman do what? Keep up with the Joneses. Uh-huh. What does it mean to worship women? What is it? Okay, what does it mean to worship women? Is that's easy. What does it mean to worship women, guys? Everything you do is complaining about. If you complain, if you if a woman is in any of your complaints, you worship women. If you can't talk to a woman because you feel that she's too beautiful, you worship her. You put more value in strangers. Every woman you meet is a fucking stranger. So why put why put value in somebody that ain't even fucking special? Why do that? Why do that to yourselves? And a lot of people don't even ask themselves that, that question. Why do they do that? People don't even understand value. But what I'm saying is this. Women don't want you to know this shit. I'm showing you. Women don't women don't want you to be gentlemen. All of you guys, listen. Society, marketing, advertisers and women and these fake ass YouTubers, they all have one thing in common, Colin. What do you think that is? What do you think they all have in common? Caller? Unless I must have lost them. I did lose them. So let me go over here. I lost them. So let me get back to y'all guys. I'm asking you guys, what do you think they have? A, no, don't worry. Don't have to call. Don't worry. No, no, no. You have to call back. The lines are down. What, gentlemen, do you think they have in common? Key thing that they don't want you to do or be. No woman, no marketers, no advertisers, and these fucking fake-ass YouTubers. They don't want you to be a free thinker. They want the chains that are on your mind to stay the way they are because you are easily controlled and manipulated by the thirst of pussy. But the only way you're going to get pussy is to free yourself of worshiping pussy. I know it sounds weird and crazy, but what I am saying to you gentlemen is that, like I told you before, even in the thing I showed you yesterday, it's the same fucking thing. When you worship women first, you are always going to find ways to get the thing that you worship because you're looking outside of yourself instead of building what you need to build on the inside. And I showed you guys, the inside of you should be building your warrior, building your laws, rules, and codes, working on your chessboard, learning how to say no, working on your judicial system on how you do things, and your fingerprint that makes you the only you in the world. Because what you guys don't understand, women know this answer about the average guy, but they don't know this answer about a man. 
They all know this about the majority of you guys. They know who you are. They know what you want. And it's not why you. It's really why not you. And that's what I'm trying to show you guys. See, women, see, they, everybody wants you to play kumbaya. Have you noticed? Even y'all guys notice, isn't it weird that people are telling you to stop and not learn your name? Take on a pill. Take, and, gentlemen, don't get it wrong. I always tell you guys, two decades ago, your predecessors, two decades ago, your age, they would take off their name and put the word P-U-A. Instead of red pill, they would put P-U-A John or P-U-A Mike or Mike P-U-A or Seduction Steve or Peacock and this guy. They will always go away from their name, and you can't go away from your name, gentlemen. Your name is your standard, okay? No, no, it, no, no, no. You don't have to be unemotional because the emotions, the love, the passion, the desire, the, the stalking is for you. You have to love you. That's where the emotions come in at. You should, I'm not saying do this, but you should go to the police station every fucking day and say, I need to put a restraining order on this motherfucker. Well, who's the guy? Well, well, he follows me wherever I go. I, he digs in my trash. He, he's always following me around, and he, he peeks in on me, and he's always watching me, and he's just with and well, who is it? Me. <laughs> I need to put a restraining order myself because I love myself so much. All I do is care about me. So I'm not saying not to be unemotional, but women have to learn you, and women have to work to be on your team. Some way, somehow, this thing has been flipped around where y'all guys think that y'all need to bust your ass for a fucking woman, and that's not true. That's not true at all. Y'all, a lot of you guys think that, you know what, I got I to gotta kiss a woman's ass to get her. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Man, I'm telling you guys, y'all got it all fucked up. Y'all got it all wrong. And I all, and, hey, guys, and again, I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to get deep in this, okay? You know, I don't like to get deep in this. But you know who our, who our hero is. You know who we love more than anybody else. And, and I will, uh, guys, I love him more than Ebenezer Scrooge. He has paved the way for you guys, and y'all will never, ever see it, because I'm the only one talking. There's nobody on YouTube talking about my hero, Mickey. He has done us the greatest service. He has already set everything up for us. So you got to love this guy. This guy is the shit. He has done everything for us. He has put everything in place for us to win by the fucking goofy-ass shows he put out for these little girls. He will always be the reason why they will always fuck with assholes like me. Mickey did that shit. It was nobody else. Mickey put work in. And Mickey has been putting work in, what, since 1950? How long has Mickey Mouse been fucking? Let me, let me tell y'all. Hold on a second. Let me see how long. Oh, our, 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 my motherfucking dog. Hold on a Let me see when that motherfucker came away. 
Mickey Mouse has been putting in work for us since 1928. November 18th, 1928. That motherfucker has been putting in work, and he has been paving the way for all of us. Mickey. And nobody even understands it. Like, first, hey, you, first down, you probably like, what, what the fuck is Steve talking about? Y'all think I'm, I swear, I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm the only one that has broke down Mickey Mouse too, mother. Nobody has broken Mickey down. His motherfuckers don't even see it. People don't even see that the reason why women love bad boys is because of motherfucking when they watching those goddamn Walt Disney fucking movies. Every girl damn near around the world has, let me see, is Mickey responsible for the sexual revolution? Let me see this. Uh, Let me see, is he responsible? No, 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 no. Mickey is responsible for women loving bad boys. Not the sexual revolution, bad boys. Mickey set everything up with these damn fucking Walt Disney. Listen, every woman, and I can only speak for the Americas, but I'm sure they do that shit in other countries, have seen at least one Walt Disney movie. Every woman. Every woman has seen one Walt Disney movie and probably loved that shit so much they've watched it. Now, it's just not really... uh, Mickey, it's it's all these Disney things or all these other stuff, but people people just don't understand the power of what Mickey did. Because Mickey presented, for those that don't know real quick, before I, I'm going to continue, but I just want to say this. People don't know Mickey created two types of people that women, how women view men. They created the good guy. And they created the bad boy. Now, as little girls, like I always tell you, as little girls, they love the good guy. The the because the, the good guy always won over like good over evil, right? White over black. You know what I mean? They always, you know, the good guy. He saves the day, and guess what? They live happily ever after. And as little girls watching that shit, remember, guys, on a conscious level all they knew was good guys nice guys romantic guys you know i want a good guy that gives me flowers and makes me feel this way and all this other stuff when they were little girls okay but what they did also is that subconsciously remember the what's deeper than the conscious mind the subconscious is where that bad boy was. Every fucking villain in every Disney movie had drive, discipline. They didn't give a fuck. They were the assholes. They were the jerks. They they took risks. They were fearless. They went out for what they wanted. And guess what Mickey did to those girls? He already set them up for a downfall. Because all these girls from the time they were teen, as little girls, to their motherfucking teens, what did they want? The good guy. They wanted the nice guy. 
they they wanted a guy that was sweet and kind because that is what they have motherfucking been bred to believe. They want the knight in shining armor, the one that's going to slay dragons. And, oh, my God, he's such a wonderful, oh, my God, that's what I want. I want that. I want that that I see on TV and in the cartoons, right? Some women then veered off and started reading romance novels. Wife. Boring, boring relationship. Madison, Bridges of Madison County. Boring wife, boring relationship. Then some asshole comes in. But as women got older and they started to get what they wanted, they then began to stop wanting, and then they started looking to an unconscious or a subconscious need. See, when the woman gets the nice guy, he plays with kid gloves. Oh, can I kiss you now? Oh, can I hold your hand? Oh, he, he is what I call the merry-go-round. Just the, you know that, you know when you go to like the, the Six Flags or the music park, they got the little kitty section, and they got that little, like that two-mile-an-hour little roller coaster that goes in that little circle and shit. That's what they're giving the uh, the women, right? They're... They're giving the woman, you know, they, you know, oh, I, I, I want to take my time, and I hear what you're saying, and I know that good things come to those who wait, and and they hear all this bullshit, but then, <laughs> but then, gentlemen. Now, remember I told you, let's, let's, let's take that and put that to the side because I want to show you all something. See, even Mickey Mouse knew these motherfuckers would turn. They would turn. If you look at any Disney girl, the majority of them motherfuckers, from Britney Spears to Hannah Montana to every, look at all these Disney-ass girls. What do they do? They're the good girl. But once they hit that motherfucking 16, well, let's see, well, I say about 17 or 18 when they start to bloom out and they start to learn their bodies and they start to learn sexuality, Mickey, no, I got to let them motherfuckers go. I got to let them go because they, 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 they want some dick. They, we, we can't sell that. I can't, I can't sell a woman acting out and all this other shit. Molly Cyrus, right. I can't, I can't make it. Oh, 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 we got to let her go. Oh, 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 we got to let her go. We got to let go. Oh, no, oh, no, I got to You know how Mickey is. Mickey's all that, right. Good girl gone bad. There you go. Let me post that. Let me pop that up. The good girl gone bad. Right. And when the good girl turns bad, do you think she wants somebody that's good? No, no. We should wait because our love is so strong that, you know, I can wait uh, three to five years until you come around and show. You know all that bullshit? They don't want that bullshit. And now I'm just, let's, let's just give you an example. As what, guys, follow me on this. Remember I told you in August. We're going to talk about this in August. I'm just grazing this shit right now. Remember, we are about to get a new batch of women, no parental guidance. Not they, Nobody's telling them what to do. 
Nobody's giving them curfews. Nobody's putting them on punishment. No rules. And all, what do you think they've been hearing all their fucking life? Stay away from the bad boy. Stay away from those guys because they're no good. Stay away from, you know, just like the, the Mickey Mouse. Stay away from the bad guys because, oh, they're not good for you. They're not good at all. You want a good boy. You want a guy to be respectful. You want a guy that wants to wait. Now, how are you going to tell a woman, finally when she's of age, her pussy's on fucking fire? Her hormones are going all over the place. She's masturbating and learning her body and learning that, oh, my God, I can drink as much as I want to drink. If I choose to smoke or do drugs, I can do that. I'm not saying you do that, but I'm just saying they do that, like that. I can, I can test the boundaries with women and men if I want to, or both at the same time. Shit, girl, sign me up. I got nothing but this thing called freedom. Nobody telling me what to do. And when that happens, gentlemen, the conscious switches and the subconscious comes up to the top. Because it's at that point that they're going to do bad things. And women that want to do bad things can do it with good guys. Because you want to know why? Y'all ready, guys? Because the good guys will judge women. Hold on, let me drink some. You say it again. The good guys are the fucking most judgmental motherfuckers out there. How can a woman unlock her sexuality around a good guy that's going to judge her for the nasty shit she wants to do? Maybe she wants to put a dildo in her pussy in her ass. Can she tell a good guy that? Oh, my God. I lie. Why would you do that? That's that's disgusting. I mean, why would you want to do that? I I ew, that's ugh. I want a guy to eat my pussy like fucking groceries. Oh my god, why why would why would you want someone to go down and lick I mean, oh my god, it's ugh, I, I don't know if I ugh, I don't think I don't think that always judging them. Always you know what, I wanna dance on a pole. Oh, why? You just have no morals and ethics. Oh, you just, oh, I don't, oh, my God, you're so terrible. I want to do an OnlyFans or fans only with a fuck. Oh, my God, why would you webcam? That's just so trashy. You see what I'm talking about? These motherfuckers are always judging them. Listen, women can't do anything without being judged, okay? No, 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 no. It wasn't Mickey that taught these motherfuckers to do a, be a good guy. It was the marketers and advertisers. See, Mickey did for the women what the marketers and advertisers are doing to the guy. They did it through rappers, musicians, and fucking sports figures. They, they put out commercials and videos and all these fucking lies out there making you think the only way you're going to get a woman is by playing it fucking safe. 
playing it safe, being a good guy, taking your fucking time and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you guys out here is this. Is this what I'm saying to you? Is that women want to explore their sexuality. And through exploring sexuality, gentlemen, not judging, because I know there's a lot of you judgmental motherfuckers sometimes, they will insert things in their pussy just to see how it feels. I know women to have a stick shift, they would lube that stick shift up on the car and they would fuck the stick shift. I've seen them do that with cucumbers, hairbrushes, anything that uh, uh, that has a shape that's not going to hurt their pussy, but they just want to see how it feels because if it clicks and they, and they like it and they can have an orgasm, they're going to keep doing that shit. They're constantly learning their bodies, okay? They're constantly learning their bodies, all right? Now, um, but at the same time, they're not just looking for the physical, and this is where y'all guys go wrong. Women will always be about the mental and emotional stimulation. Now, you take the mental and emotional, you tie it in with the physical, then guess what, guys? She doesn't care if you have a four-inch dick. She doesn't care if you if you come too fast or whatever because the connection you have is so deep that that's why I keep telling you they will always go and fuck the professor or older dudes. Remember I told you when they when they when you're in junior high school it doesn't start in junior high school. Well, sometimes it does, but uh, like I say, the the ninth grade girls fuck with the tenth grade boys because the ninth grade guys are immature. The 10th grade girls fuck with the 11th grade guys because the 10th grade guys are immature. The 11th grade girls will fuck with the, 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 the senior guys because the 11th grade boys are mature. The 12th grade girls will fuck with the college boys because the 12th grade boys are immature. They're always going to look at and always Look, because of they, they want mental stimulation. They don't want somebody that's just going to lick their neck, spit on their breast, rub their pussy, fuck, and roll off after a few minutes. They, don't, they, they deal with that maybe in high school. I'm not promoting sex in high school. I'm just saying allegedly. They do that, and some women, to save their virginity, they have anal sex. So there's different pockets of things going on, but... When they get that freedom of getting out of the house, there is something about an asshole. There's something about an asshole. Okay? Well, what makes them immature is their thinking. A lot of you grown men still have high school thinking, and the immature is this. You judge women, you talk bad about women, you, uh, it's like, like playground things. You always like picking on women or some shit. Uh, you're always like dogging them out for the shit that they do. It's just, you just mad that they ain't doing it to you, but that's a different story. Um, you don't know how to please a woman in bed. 
you don't even know how to communicate to a woman in high school. So most of you guys carry that shit over into life, and that's why a lot of you guys go wrong because most of you guys don't understand the bad boy, how the bad boy operates, how the bad boy, how the bad boy thinks, and why women love the bad boy, why women want, uh, just love how, how the bad boy is. Because, see, the bad boy doesn't play by the rules. But the one thing the bad boy doesn't do, the bad boy doesn't judge the woman for being bad. Matter of fact, <laughs> he does the opposite. He uplifts her for being bad. Because the more you can uplift and roll with a woman for doing nasty shit, guess what you're doing? You're taking away insecurities in the woman. Because a woman is so used to being beaten up mentally from guys that judge her, it's a relief to be around a motherfucking man that that makes it about himself and, and can take away that feeling. That can take away the feeling. But a lot of people don't a lot of people don't understand that that feeling. They don't understand the, the bad boy. Because here's the thing about See, the bad boy gets the greatest misconception, gentlemen, because the bad boy isn't really bad. What makes him bad is that he can say no to a woman and he can walk away from a woman. And most importantly, what makes him bad, okay, what makes him bad is what? The one thing that makes him bad is that he doesn't worship women, but he knows how to take care of a woman. He knows how to make a woman feel good. He knows how to want, make a woman lose time. He can be bad as he wants, but he knows when he gets away in the bedroom with a woman, he knows how to cater to a woman to make her lose time. He knows how to make a woman feel good through text messages, voice messages, and video. He knows how to position himself to show the woman, I don't want to be your friend. Can't be your friend. And if there's friends that we are, if you want me to be your friend, I'm going to leave a candle in the window and you get back with my motherfucking ass when you want to, right? See, what y'all guys don't understand about being bad, bad ain't being bad, okay? Wait, I'm sorry. Y'all need to see that shit. My bad, the wrong thing, wrong thing. Bad ain't being bad, gentlemen. What makes a bad motherfucker bad is how bad he is to a motherfucking self. Why do you think I tell all you guys to put the wine above your bed? This is a easy thing to do, but nobody can't even see it. And I wait before y'all even fucking say it. If you don't drink, you can switch the wine out to any sparkling cider, okay? And I want to say this shit because I went, well, Steve, I don't drink. I I don't know, Stephen. I don't even drink and everything, so I don't think I should put the wine above my bed. Okay. If you don't drink, motherfucker, at least put two of these motherfuckers in the wine rack and put some wine above your fucking bed. Put the wine above your fucking bed. And most motherfuckers, the average motherfuckers can't see game. They can't see how easy it is to position yourself to get the woman to, okay, for all my regulars, y'all know where I'm going with this. What makes the average guy average 
is that y'all always do average shit. And if you're doing average shit, you're going to be deemed as that nice guy because nice guys do average-ass shit. But the bad boy, oh, he's adventurous. Oh, my God, he pushes the realm of sexuality and shit. So if I'm bad, why can't I be a bad communicator? I don't want to be like you. Sure, okay, I can text like all you motherfuckers out there, right? 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 I can, I can, I can do all the shit you all do. But how am I going to get that motherfucking pussy wet? Ah, right here. See, guys, remember, game 101, before I show you this, remember, guys, the rule of the game is not as difficult as you motherfuckers make it. The rule of the game is simply this. You motherfuckers have to understand going for the pussy between their legs. And you got to understand you have to make her make the decision. Remember, what is the war that I want? The war I want is between her mind and her body. That's the battle I want. The war between the mind and the body is simply this. Her mind may say, you know what? I want to fuck him. But her body might say, you know what? He's not our kind of guy we fuck, and they're battling. Or she might say, I want to fuck that dude, but then her moral clause comes and say, oh, but we're such good girls. Uh, we, 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 you know, we, we feed the ducks, and we, we, we plant flowers and trees, and we, we shouldn't do this. It's, it's not right. And her body's like, I want to suck his dick. I want to fuck him. No, we're good. We have moral thoughts. We shouldn't do this. And that's the battle that I want. I want the battle between the mind and the body. But how do we create it? We create it. We create the battle between the mind and the body. Okay? And the reason we create that battle is because it's the rule that has been going. This is what my mentor told me at nine years old, the rule of the vampire. You don't, you don't let her come through the side door. You don't come through the back door. The only way a vampire can enter a room is when he's invited in. All I'm doing is, all I'm doing is setting it up to be invited in. Now, once I'm invited in, I know how to work where she can get the drug of me once I'm in. But what reasons can I give her to invite me in? By what? Showing her. Guys, it goes back to Mall 101. The Mall 101, gentlemen. The rule of the mall at the food court is this easy. We all know it because we've, we've done this. The food court has people giving you samples of the food because they know if you like it. And that, that bourbon, something about that bourbon chicken, guys. That, I don't know what the fuck they put in that bourbon chicken, but when you go to the mall, when you go to the mall, you guys, y'all had that bourbon chicken, man. That bourbon chicken, man, God damn. But what they do is they give you a sample, and they know if you like that sample, not only.